Dialogue Options Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I am your host, Karen Morrison, and as always, I am joined by my good friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good? Pretty Ho- good. You know why? You know why I'm feeling pretty good? Why? I got that Pfizer goodness coming through me, baby. Oh, I'm, I am. Fully it does. Ju- it makes you just that little bit better than most people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm it's gonna. Like, I'm it's gonna like in Scott badge. Pilgrim when, like, when um, which the one that was a vegan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Todd. 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 Yeah, yeah. Todd was a vegan. It's when I only know like, that it just means they're a little bit better than you. <laughs> it's true. It is. I only yeah, know that because. One of Griffin's new favorite songs is Black Sheep. Brilliant. And it's a great song. Yeah. Right? So we've been we've been shout watching out, Shout out to Black clip. Sheep getting Brie Larson on the charts again. <laughs> yeah, fucking A. Which is uh, so funny so, to watch everyone react, be like, she had a music career? Like, yes, yeah, a very short lived one, but it's there. You mm-hmm. can you can go and listen. And apart from her cover of Black Sheep, it's not great. Like it's, it's not it's not good. But hey, incredible oh, actor. Oh. And that's what matters the most. Absolutely, hundred percent. Um but yeah, no, so I'm I'm I am fully vaxxed. Um, I must feel good. I, I, do, I do. I celebrated last Thursday by finally getting to go see F9 at the cinemas. Um, and I went and, and F9 saw it is in... a movie, not a computer shortcut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sat there and watched a key, like a computer key, <laughs> for two and a half hours. Mate, I'm looking at F9 right now. It's, yeah, it's right there. It's right there. It's captivating, mate. Look. Yeah. And, and it's really dumb, but I can't look away, which is very similar <laughs> to how I feel about F9. Um, it was very dumb, so dumb, but if you like the Fast and Furious movies, for whatever reason, you will love this movie. It is stupid, it is audacious, it knows what it is, and it doesn't give a single fuck. And you better and believe I went and saw it in family. D-Box. It's about yeah, family. Yeah, exactly. It's about family. I went and saw it in D-Box, so I went and saw it in like the the motion simulator seats. So um, what you're saying is you had like your the rumble pack inserted. Basically, yeah, that's rumble exactly on. what it was. It was a hundred percent like I had the rumble pack going. And honestly, it kind of enhanced things. As stupid as it all was, I kind of was into it. I really enjoyed the whole experience of like the seat moving and like anytime there was a car on screen, like the the seat was vibrating and it legitimately felt like I was in these like bullshit ridiculous supercars and I was like, <laughs> This is fun. It's like you were right um, next to Vin Diesel. Hundred percent. Yeah, I was riding shotgun, and also when he blasted his shotgun, I was I was feeling that you too. You were being shot by the shotgun. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I felt like it, like it was going off. Um, but that's that's been the most exciting thing that's happened to me in the past week. I think. Uh, what about you, Karen? Uh honestly, not much more in the way of excitement. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I've watched. I've not watched anything as cool as as f9 i'm afraid to to report to our to our listeners uh <laughs> recently i did watch the new mobile suit gundam movie that went up on netflix hathaway i i would argue that, that like for maybe our target audience that's probably cooler <laughs> than f9 join me weaves <laughs> that don't don't focus. I know nothing about Gundam. I'm I'm right. very I. Yep. It's not. I'm not a. I was just like, hey, a new Gundam movie. It looks like it's animated very well. It's the soundtrack is by um, the Attack on Titan composer Sawano. So I'm like, I'm in. I'll watch this movie. Okay. And it was it was good. And it got to the end. I'm like, why does it feel like nothing really happened in that movie? And I found out it was a tri- part one of a trilogy. I'm like, okay, there you go. <laughs> it's a setup. I, cool. I will right. be honest. I finished. I was like, I mean, I was like, 
a few things happen, but is there more? Oh, there is. Okay. We're cool. The, We're across it. The, the big question is, though, are you going to go out and start buying model kits and start getting, like, Gunpla? hardcore into, like, uh, Gunpla? I wish I had the space, man. Like, I yeah, bought, I, I, have, I bought one model kit, and it was a little freezer one. But I, man, I, every day, I'm like, I wonder... I wonder how much those Unit 2 model kits are going for. Oh, yeah. Those Evangelion I've... Unit 2 ones. And I'm always like, I wish. Because I don't... I've got a couple of Unit 2 Revel Techs, but they're all... Um... Hey, I I love the Rebuild movies. They're the Unit they're the unit 2s from the Rebuild of Evangelions, which are fine. But I really do like that classic Unit 2. But it's fine. But... I I have a... I have a... Like a, a legit Gundam. I know. Like a little model kit here. I haven't finished it. <laughs> well, because we have, almost we have, had it for a year we had a thing last year during lockdown we're like let's you know get some lego get some model kits and get on zoom and i think we did one and that was we it. did one yeah 100%. because it's hard you know it's hard to coordinate that stuff but um hey man if you want to build like model kits over zoom let me know i I'll might because like I, I need to finish i need to finish it because they're fun yeah they, it was it I, was really fun i want more of them but it's just like they they accumulate space very quickly and that's i mean like i did like a couple of little mini lego builds i did like a mando and nice baby yoda spoilers grogu um <gasps> how could oh, you i fucking did it oh, how could you fucking 12 months late um hey, it's not 12 months yet it's getting close it's close enough it's like seven uh, months <laughs> seven months okay fair enough yeah, I'm over the point where it's like, if you haven't watched it yet, you're not interested in it. You, you probably, don't really yeah, care about spoilers. Yeah, been invested. Um, also, but, it's not, like, as far as spoilers go, like, it's just, it's a name. <laughs> Who cares? In, and in that show, it's like, it's probably the least of your worries. Like, it's, And yeah, to be fair, like, you, you hear, it's if you hadn't have said Mandalorian, you're like, and Grogu, people are like, what the fuck, what's, what is a Grogu? Exactly, yeah. There are other names that are way cooler that could be spoilers in that from that and show. And some, but are really anyway. dumb. The names themselves are cool. The situations are stupid. Just trying to trying to gloss over that one. Anyway, I it's like I to poke bought the bear those sometimes. Such like a just remind Joel <laughs> about Mandalorian season two. Oh, and I, I um I so I did these little builds that they're basically like um pop vinyl Legos, and which I think is a great idea because I'm like that could be so, it's dangerous because it could be something that I would get into. Um, because you got to build this little thing and it took me like. An hour or so, just I, an hour and a bit to just plug away at these little things. And it was just like, it finished and I'm like, oh, these look cool. I I've always liked the little Lego builds. Like one of the, mm. one of the earlier ones I got back in the day of when they used to have the Lego Lord of the Rings sets, you know? Oh, yes. A, a, an era ago, like a decade ago. <laughs> actually, it may yeah. actually be a decade ago. Jesus Christ. I, um, I wouldn't be surprised. It's It's been a long time. Um, it in, I, I'm sad that they're not around still, but they still have Lego Harry Potter. It's fine. I'm not bitter. But um, I one of my favorite sets I bought was just like the little, it was like a little set. It was Gandalf and his um, fireworks cart. And it was cool. I built that. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to put this here. It's small. It doesn't take up much space. It was a fun mm-hmm. little build. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. As I look over at my, um, my Razor Crest, I'm like, you are a fun build too, but also you are big. And like, I only have room for so many of you. So that's <laughs> and the thing. it's not I've much. I've never done it. I've never done a, like a big Lego build before and I oh, would man. really like to do one. So I, I, I feel I, I need to find one that's just like, that's the one I have one in mind. There's a Lego mini Cooper that I really like. And it's like British racing green. It looks so oh, cool. Yeah. 
It's awesome. I'm like, oh, I would like See, that See, for one. me, in a perfect world, if it didn't come with the stupid TV, I would have gotten that the NES. Like, that Lego NES is, like, haunting me, but I don't want the dumb TV. I just want the Lego console. That's the part I want. <laughs> I kind of like the TV, but the TV, that's like, what I would like to as well. It's neat, but I wish there was an option to just buy the console. <laughs> to build the, the- that console. <laughs> The other one that I would really like to do, but it's also about the same price as the fucking um, NES, is the uh, the Disneyland Castle. Oh, yeah. I think I remember Jones doing that for Easy Allies. Mm. It looks pretty amazing. It's fucking huge. But I'm a like, couple of oh, the, um, man. So the Lego good. Ideas ones are neat as well. Like, I'm always looking at the, the dinosaur skeleton ones. That one's always tempted me. Yeah. I saw that the other day, and actually, I, when I went to Lego And I consider, store. I can frequently consider, like, that, you know, that little Lego Lego bonsai tree. That could be cool to build. The, the bonsai tree is cool. Um, they've also just released a 100-acre um, wood. I saw the from... Birds of Paradise one, and I lost my mind. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> Jesus. Um, there's a 100-acre wood one as well, like a nice. Winnie the Pooh one, and it's, like, it's the tree, and it has minifigs for all the hundred acre wood characters that's great. And I'm like that's awesome. Oh, I really like that. And is it, it one like, of the, the Lego creator ones? Is that one of those ones? I or? think so, yeah. And the back of it opens up like it is open, so it's like you can see inside like Pooh's yeah. house. It's it's really cool. Nintendo, anyway. I'm begging you, I'm begging you, play ball with Lego and let that goddamn Lego Metroid set happen. And and I'm like, I don't care how much it is. Mm. I will I will buy it. <laughs> I mean, they're too busy making money off the Super Mario kits, which are still pretty cool as well. They're cool, but yeah, and I get it, right? Because you think like Mario, and I'm like, yeah, oh, I, it's a game. That's that's classic Nintendo. Like they want their stuff to sort of be unique. If I was um, like a 12 year old kid, I, or like a 10 oh, year old yeah. kid, I'd be like, fucking give me all of this. Yeah, now. whenever the ads come on YouTube, like the pre rolls, I'm like, man, if I was younger, like mm. absolutely, but. I just, <laughs> I look at him like, I would build it and go, I don't want to play this. Uh, and it doesn't, sorry, no. Like, not like yeah, my Razor I... Quest or, or my um my Helm's Deep Wall, which I freak- found out recently that if I hadn't built it, it would have been worth some money. But guess what I did? I don't care. <laughs> but like, as if you're going to buy Lego and not build it. Well, you'd be surprised, I'm afraid. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But I'm like, I mean, it's just no, it, especially just because of the Lego, the Lord of the Rings Lego stuff sort of, once it was done, it was done. Yeah, when I came back. Um, yeah. Yeah. The license even was just like, bye. I'm like, yeah. at least bring, give me the game. I want the game. Remaster the game, you bastards. You cowards. We are now a Lego, we are now a Lego podcast. We are a Lego podcast. Totally um, into that. I have built one and a half kits. I, I mean, if, if <laughs> this will be a short it, podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, it's an excuse for me to buy more Lego to talk about it or like as you know, as content. I've got to buy more. Like, fucking okay, Our, I guess. Our households cannot handle it. Our lives yeah, cannot handle it. Let's stick Very to true. games. <laughs> Very true. Yes. Which, speaking of which, I think it's time for the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So the quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment. And uh, I think we've both got a couple of things to bring this week. I think so. Yes. I Yeah, I've got two things that I can remember. I know as soon as we finish recording, I'm going to be like, ah, fuck, I didn't talk about that. I mean, I I have a demo and a game I started recently, as well as my continuing, my continued journey through the Mass Effect trilogy, um, which I've now arrived at Mass Effect 3. Right. And I I give that game a lot of shit. 
Mostly because I, re- I think back to when I played it. Oh my God, back in... It's 2012. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, and... All I, all I think of when I think of it, when I, but prior to this replay, the lasting memory I have of that game is the ending. Yeah. But I tell you what, like going through these games back to back and getting to Mass Effect 3, it's, it's really good. Yeah. And like, I know the ending's coming and I know I'm not going to, I'm not going to like it, but a lot more of the emotional notes are just like, they're just like, knocking me off my feet because i just played too like characters are talking to me talking to me about events I'm like i just did that yeah. it still hurts yeah and, that must be the um, difference between like playing it because like, i'm I, I hopefully as of this weekend i'll be starting my journey through playing mass effect one for the first time and then replaying two and three but... i'm so interested to hear you you um after mass effect one the first time because uh I, I mean i played it late like when i originally played this trilogy I was a PS3 mm-hmm. owner because I wasn't willing to shell out the cash for all the consoles and I already had Sony and Nintendo. I was like, I can't justify an Xbox 2. Yep. Um, so I had to wait for the PS3 port of Mass Effect 2 after like a full year of people on Xbox being like, this game's amazing. Mm-hmm. And like as a PlayStation person going, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then playing it and being like, they were right. This game is amazing. Yeah. This is a 10 out of 10 um, yeah. with something else. And then three happened and then i think after that they did the trilogy on playstation and that's when i fully got to play mass effect one and that was really good Mm. but what what's been different this time is just taking the same shepherd from one to the end of three has just completely transformed this experience and yeah it's probably it's like probably going to end up my favorite trilogy in in just video games in general i think yeah i think (laughs) from my own memories and having not played one I I feel like two does a lot of the heavy lifting, but like it that's not a bad thing. Like the other two games have uh, I mean, you know I mean two two has suicide mission, right? It's like that's just like that <laughs> not nothing that Bioware has done has come close to suicide. Nothing mission. that I've done in video games is No, that's true. That's a really good very point. Like close. Suicide Mission is just it's like it's like Suicide Mission, and there's a similar sort of mechanic towards the end of Dragon Age Origins, also by Bioware, right. that sort of incorporates the whole the use of the whole party mm-hmm. in really cool ways. And it's just like, God, I f- but yeah, Suicide Mission, I feel that entire thing. It's just amazing. Like, like, especially on, I'm going through on Insanity, so that entire section is just like, I'm pulling my hair out, going, no one die, please, no one die. I lucked out the first time, and like, didn't look anything up, I just made choices and stuff, everyone survived, I'm like. Fucking, that's so lucky yes that it will always blow my mind that characters can be like well they're dead and that you put them in a situation it was the wrong call and now they are dead i'm like but but video game and <laughs> was just like no dead and that's why i didn't <laughs> i wasn't gone. thinking I, I i was thinking about my decisions when i made them but i wasn't thinking about repercussions at all like i was like yeah oh, just, okay i was in the moment i'm like okay i've got you know this amount of time i've got to think about this Look, it makes sense to send this person here. It makes sense to send this person here. I think, yeah, sure. I've only got a couple of people left. Maybe you here and you here, and like lucked out completely and made all the right choices and got th- everyone yeah. through it. Like a couple of them are obvious. Like you know, you pick your hacker. You're like, well, it's, it's Tali. Mm. Yeah, it's an, it's an easy pick. And the, the, then it's like, hey, pick your your like your fire team leader, like your second team leader. I'm like, well, obviously, it's my bro. Garrus. 100%. Yeah, like that was... Garrus Vicarian, here you go. Yeah, absolutely. It's time for those but, uh, calibrations. Then there's like, there's other, 
yeah, I mean, there's other choices, though, like, not to give him any infant away. It was like, hey, escort this group. I'm like, who the fuck am I going to send it to that? Because it's going to be someone I don't want to use from here on out. Jesus. And yeah, it's just, Suicide Mission is really good. And when, so if you're starting Mass Effect Trilogy, I will withhold, even though I just talked about it for probably a good five minutes, I will withhold all of my Mass Effect feelings and I will I will continue to just bottle them up. But when I finish Mass Effect 3, they will be overflowing. Yeah. I can already tell. I'm I'm looking like I'm forward. Doing, I'm doing the Citadel DLC now. I'm just like, shit, this DLC is really good. That's the DLC I really am looking forward to because I didn't play Did that the first time around. It? Oh, you are in for a treat. That's what I hear. It's a, it's a gift. It's a gift. That's what I hear. I hear it's like, oh, this is this is like the pinnacle of it's DLC. The, it's the send off that the, the the trilogy and those characters needed. Yep. Um, but. Anyway, <laughs> um, do you want to? Well, I think we've both been pl- we both played the same demo, or did you play a different demo to me? I played the Neo the World Under Future. I played a little bit. Of, I haven't brought that, but I played a okay. little bit of that. Very okay, well, that was that was one of the main things I was going to talk yeah. about because I'm still mostly stunned we're getting a sequel to that mm-hmm. game. It doesn't feel like we should, yeah, but we are, and. I'm doubly stunned to to sit here and say, hey, my demo's fun. Yeah. Like, I think it does a pretty good job of keeping the spirit of a world ends if you were alive. I don't know how I feel about the um, protagonist yet, but to be fair, in his defense, he is kind of being compared to Neku, who, from what I've re-watched, from witnessed in rewatching the anime and briefly from, like, trying to play the Switch version, he kind of sucks at the start of the game anyway because yeah. he's just a really unlike it's intentional of his personality he's one of those people you're like i would not be friends with yeah you. exactly you are giving me nothing here Neku. that's it and like that that's the whole point because like they go on the journey they find out things about themselves yeah. and you know th- and and like the differences in this one like the protect the characters are like oh in the reapers game sweet let's go i'm like you got you got like no questions like none at no, all no all right all right okay i guess we live in a sort art online era now so it's you know, I mean, video game is cool. <laughs> it's cool, like, because I've played enough of it, so I, I've got, like, the, the basic idea that, like, he's, like, the, the protagonist is playing this, like, Pokemon, Pokemon It's game. like Pokemon Go mixed with Monster Hunter, like, where they're doing, yeah. like, raid battles and stuff. And so I can sort of, like, buy how the main yeah. character's like, oh, is this just part of the game? And then... Yeah, like, I can, yeah, it's a good point, like, how it could seem like an augmented reality sort of I thing. I think, actually, you're, the... The they side mention character it. mentions like, oh, maybe some sort of AR game. And I was like, yeah, cool. I could yeah, see how that point. would be plausible in this day and age. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, it's still like, um, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Okay, it's It's yeah. fine. Because it's fine because um, the, the Grim Heap is back, man. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's throwing out always like math terminology and like, good. sweet. You're a party member. Let's go. So You're like my favorite baby. part of the worlds of you. Yeah. yeah. You Zeta Sons of Digits. Oh, so good. I just yeah, I haven't I haven't got up to him yet, but like I like I knew he was gonna be around. Yeah. Well, because that's a bit like he was in the trailer, so I was like, sweet, I can't wait to see when he shows up. And I'm playing the demo, it's just like the first day is barely over. It's like, here I am. I'm like, whoa, all right, hang on. I was not ready for you to just to just be here. Yeah. You were like one of the you were like the boss in the world's of you, and it's like, hey, I'm a party member now, and that enough is what made me go, okay, you got me. I'm hooked. I'm curious. Yeah, I knew there was like teasers that he had survived the first game, so I'm 
that alone is enough of a hook for me. And I have to, I have to avoid because Square Enix has put up their like final trailer. And never trust a fucking know, Square Enix like RPG. A Square trailer. Enix one. I'll always remember like finishing Seven Remake and being like, all right, I'll go back and watch that launch trailer now, and just like watching that trailer, and be like, they, it's all here. Yep. It's ever that's that's the game. Uh, I hate to bring it up. You maniac. I hate to bring it up, but like, I kind of wish I hadn't watched the, the F Nine trailers. It's a similar thing. They're, oh, they, really? they're it's that elongated sucks. on on bits of it, but it's like, mm. yeah. And I'm like, you don't need to do this. Your this movie is gonna make a hundred casquillion dollars, like you, it's true. without even trying. You could just be like, here's a poster, go see it on this date, and everyone would be like, hey, yes. hey, family, yeah, fucking a. They'd be like, it's about family. Just, just a, a poster that just says family. It's about family, justice for They'll Han. Know. People will know. Done. Justice for Han. I wish I hadn't known about that either. Anyway, I yeah, I I, I think the thing that stuck out for me is, I, and I haven't done much of it because, like I said, I only played a, probably like an hour of this demo, and um, the thing for me is that there was always going to be the challenge is how do you do the combat because that's one of the yeah. things about the original on DS that made it stand out is you look at that game on paper and it's like. This is a you, fucking You try to describe yeah. that video game to someone. Like, you're like, so on the bottom screen, you use the stylus, but also sometimes you use the D-pads for the second character mm-hmm. or the face buttons to do, like, combos, like, up, down, left, right. It's just... And sometimes those combos brand... It's just... It's a, it's a disaster. It's, but it's a shit show, when you're but, playing yeah. it, you're just like, this is really good. Like, this works. After you get through... Because each character, each part member that joins you is unique. Mm-hmm. So there's always that learning curve when you get someone new. And that's it, but though. But, but like, when you click, it's just like, oh, brilliant. The learning curve is, is great. Like, it introduces everything to you pretty well. And you get that sort of drip feed of, like, the mechanics of the game. And then eventually it's just like, cool, you know how to play the game now. We've done this And it also means thing. that even though... Like you play the entire team, entire duration of that game, the main character is Neku. So he he always controls the same. But having them bring in different party members for each like section that plays mm-hmm. different just helps keep the game fresh. Like even though you're always sort of doing something for touchscreen, the second person's always slightly different and give you something to sort of learn and get better at. Absolutely. Um, but so yeah, like seeing how they've sort of kind of worked around that by making it a you know, obviously a single screen, not touchscreen. And it's, I I think it was really fun. It's especially after coming off the back of playing things like Nia Automata, Nia um, Replicant, and even a little bit further back, Astral Chain. Like those sort of like super flashy ARPG sort of things, and Strikers as well. Like it, it feels like that when you get into the flow about like getting into the flow of having those mechanics work and just like switching up characters. And even in the short, like one or two battles that I did, I was like, Oh, I can see, I'm seeing the code here a little bit about how, how things are going to work. Yeah. It's very cool. Well, cause how, how it works this time is you still have the pins that you equip, but when you equip a character with a pin, uh, that then becomes a face button attack. Mm-hmm. And the part of that, they, I mean, I'm not sure if they'll be, it might get crazier down the road, but basically every character can have one pin on. And at that point, so for example, when I had my three party members, it was like two face buttons and a shoulder button. And the goal of the game, like basically you mash with one character until like a little, like a a meter pops up. 
and you get a small a, a window to hit with another character's attack and then that stuff basically is where you because in, in the first world of view the goal was to work up your um your link mm-hmm. meter whatever it was called yep. to, your sync meter that's what yep. it was and once you max that you could do this big attack and that's how that sort of lives on is hitting a, with one character until it opens up the enemy and then chaining into another person and then doing the same thing chaining into the other person and then sort of juggling because all each of the pins has like a set stamina bar as well so when they are once that is emptied they then have to sort of recharge so it sort of is about managing those bars and just thinking a bit with your attacks which is not too overwhelming but i can definitely see how they could notch up the challenge in later combat encounters as well just with how crazy some of those noise fights got in the first game and, and who knows there could be other mechanics that that appear down the track as well like there could be other things I mean, that get added into the mix that you need to do to absolutely yeah they could even like there's, there's enough face buttons when like maybe two characters can have a pin on the same button and then when you use that button they both attack yeah, who knows? It's like, be cool. oh, man yeah like the, the different world... setups you have yeah that'd be cool it would be cool i guess entirely within the realm of possibility mm. just because this if there's anything like the first game, the first game was just like, I'm not scared, let's get nuts. Yeah. Hopefully this one is the same. It's, um, yeah, I, I need to go back and finish the demo, but I feel like I'm probably going to play this game at some point. Yeah, I I, I didn't want to, because I, I hear the demo is not super long, but I think it covers a few or at least maybe two in-game days. Right. So I played to the end of the first day and was like, cool, I'm good. Like, I don't want to, you've got me. I don't know when I, I'll, I'll hopefully get it at launch, but I don't know if I will. It'll definitely be, I want to play it this year though. Um. If only just to be like, yes, Square, thank you. Yes. Thank you for giving me a sequel to The Wardens if you were game. But honestly, I wouldn't have blamed you if you didn't, because that game is so weird. Yep. But And for me personally, it was a game that I... Had I not been friends with you and our friendship group, I would never have looked at, honestly. Like, I, it would be a game that I probably I mean, would have overlooked completely. And because of that, and I played it, and fucking loved it like it was such a good game mm. and just yeah that 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 whole like control scheme was just batshit crazy but yeah you get to a point where it just, just clicks the, the even just like the control scheme is great um but even what one of the things i really appreciate that the second one seems to be nailing is just the the attitude of that mm-hmm. game yep just so good that soundtrack like the first game soundtrack is still like one of my favorites just yeah. of all time it's so good and just the way they have like like obviously the pins are all really cool and the fact because it's obviously set in i guess like the reapers game version of tokyo Mm -hmm. and shibuya so it leans into like the fashion aspect and having brands and then each like section of shibuya has like brand advantages based on what you're wearing and like the eating food for buffs and like the the pins as well being like you know pin trading back even back then yeah is a big thing in various different circles so it kind of made sense that like these things were very sought after and and people wanted them Mm. they also had magic powers basically but um (laughs) i do like that the the music in this one feels a little bit more heavier um i was aggressively caught off guard by the opening song in the opening intro movies song which i was like okay if you don't if you don't want to play the demo and you want to like you that opening cinematic is on youtube as well you can watch that because that's how i watched it i think after we've recorded an episode and i'm like you were like oh yeah the, the intro video is out and i'm like oh I'll watch it now and i was just like fuck yeah that's great like and it and then like halfway through it takes like this fucking even more of a batshit crazy turn and i was like 
All right. Okay. You I, And then like it brings in stuff from the first game. Yes. Like Twister. Oh. Shout out to Twister. It's so good. Like, yeah. Uh, I so I, yeah. I'm I'm liking that sort of direction they've gone with it as well. I already caught myself vibing to the um soundtrack of this one a couple of times, just like, man, it's just, it's just good yep. music. I love it. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah. Demo very promising. Hopefully the the full game pans out fine, but it's looking like it should be a lock for at least worth 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 checking out, especially if you have any passing interest or you played the first mm-hmm. one the thing that always surprises me about the word of you is like it it is basically square enix's persona and i played it before persona yeah i think that's you're right i think maybe that's why i got such attached like an attachment to persona so quickly is because i subconsciously i never made the connection really actually until you said that then mm. i must have like subconsciously it's, it's, been like it's like that that game that i played that i really enjoyed that was really obscure like very like very heavy focus on like the visual novel aspect a killer a soundtrack that really does feel like it it's like essential to the game it's its own like, character it's that's, what, that's what i've always said about persona yeah. as well it's absolutely it, it, it is another character in the game in a in like, a game full of, of amazing characters like half of a hook of waiting for persona 6. so there's two things right when i'm waiting for persona 6 i'm like okay what's the color and what's the genre of the soundtrack yes. that's all i need yes don't tell me anything else <laughs> We should just do like a fucking wild theories talk about that one day. Who could even who could even pick? I mean, if I if the color I pick, I want I want I don't know, I don't know. green. So if we it's had green what? for me, I guess yeah. I guess Persona Three wasn't green; it was blue. So yeah, it could be green. I would like purple, but we've purple had so we've nice. had like blue, yellow, and red. Mm. So we've had you know there's some bold colors there. I don't know, man. Um, Persona Six. I don't know how old will be. When it comes out, nursing home. <laughs> we said this. Nursing home will be there. So I think it. I start, <laughs> hanging out with our anime friends. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Just bring the future awaits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, near near the world of you. Hopefully, I'll get to it soon. But the demo was very good. Very happy with it. Uh, well, we may as well. We're in the demo corner. What, what's the demo that you've been uh, sort of fooling around with? It's it's not. A demo as such. Um, but you said it was a demo to me, Joel. You've lied to well, me. You've misled me on the podcast and you've made me look like an idiot. <laughs> I mean, look, it, it's in like game preview on, on Xbox uh, or not on game pass right. on PC. Okay. So it is like early access basically. Um, but there is a lot there so far. Um, a couple of days ago, I, I remember seeing this trailer, the trailer for this game at like some presentation. I'm like, this looks like my shit. Um, there's a, for a game called Proteus, which is P-R-O-D-E-U-S. Um, I believe that's how it's pronounced. I'm assuming, or it could be like produce. Surely not. Too late now. It's produce. I think I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting back into this Koch media. Discussion. No, no, no. It. This is a little <laughs> less hot than that one. Um, yeah, so this is by uh, uh, Bounding Box Software. It's published by Humble Games. Uh, basically, Proteus is like, what if we took the visual style and feel of like Quake and Doom, like OG Quake and Doom, and then put modern sensib- like modern game mechanics and feel and speed is the big one into into it. Um, so it has this sort of... Was it at one of the E3 things? I feel like I saw its name somewhere. <laughs> it might have been at this year's one. I remember seeing it when it first got announced and I was like, 
this looks like my shit. Because yeah. maybe, maybe it's always bleeding into it, but it does sound familiar. Or maybe it's just like because I feel like we have gotten a lot of these sort of games, mm-hmm. sort of throwing back to the to the golden days of of like well, most I would say mostly Quake. Like we have some that are that are Doomish, but like I feel like. Because we have new Doom, yeah. I think people are becoming more nostalgic for old Quake. Because that's true. Yeah, we got we got like the Quake Hero Shooter, but that's seems like it for it's now. It's more so like the visual style of this, like the the sprite work on the enemies feels very much like OG Doom. Like they move oh, okay. similarly. But I think I'm I think I'm definitely thinking of a different even, one. Even there's too many of these games now. Even the designs of the enemies look just like. There's like the shotgun commandos, and it's like they look very similar. They're just different enough where I'm just like, but I would say it's like just walking the line of like being a blatant ripoff and homage to that. Um, but like there well, are, I mean, well, yeah. Realistically, if you give a, if you're like, okay, I'm, I'm shooting, I'm designing a soldier with a shotgun. Well, it's not even those. Yeah. It's the I can't think of the name of them, but like you know the enemies that throw fireballs at you. They're in this. The imps. Yeah, the imps. Yeah, they're in this, like hundred percent. Well, they're hundred percent imps. Like, I could, I, I could respect because again, like imps look completely different in in the the new Doom. It's true. Yeah, so. like these look like OG d- imps. Like it's nice. yeah, it's um. Did I make the same dumb like pig grunt noises? <laughs> not really, because it. I okay. can't even remember. Like I, I don't even really remember the plot. Here on Wikipedia, it says the player resumes control of a corrupted agent of Proteus, the mysterious creator of the player and the game world. The only goal is to destroy Proteus and anything that gets in the way. So, you know, it's very plot light, but that's not what you're here for with this game. No, you're here to shoot things. It is. So it's like, what if we had a visual style of all this stuff, but then it also feels like Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal? Um, less. Oh, okay. So it feels like the modern dudes. Less feature packs. So there's no like glory kills. There's no grapple hooks or anything I mean, yeah. like that. But if, it, if nothing else, the speed of it, like it is blisteringly fast. And it. I mean, if there was one thing I would take away from the new dooms for these sort of shooters, mm-hmm. it is that speed. I really feel like that's essential. Yep. But also, like, because I recently back when they were all like, I think two bucks each. I bought all of the Dooms on Switch. Yep. Um, and I was honestly, because it's been so long since I played those earlier, like the Doom 1 and 2s. I did, I do forget they do, they're pretty quick. Yeah. Even for, for when they came out, they're very surprisingly fast. And I always forget that. So to hear that the pace of the Doom games is what you want mm-hmm. to take away, more than anything. I would and also say. Quake as Obviously, well. Like, like, Quake... You know, level design, monsters. Yeah, know, like, and level designs. The level design's really good. It's actually cool when you finish a stage, it'll give you like the option. It gives you the option to like, how did you find this level? It's like good, bad, or like indifferent. Uh, I guess because it's an early access, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Um, that remark. What was the game I played? Was it a Ubisoft game? I think. Whenever you finished a mission, they're like, "Hey, what do you think?" Oh, it was. <laughs> um, like, mm. Wasn't it um, Mario Rabbits? Maybe it was Mario. I, I don't for know. some reason, that I, popped it, in my head. I think head. it was Ubisoft, where it's just like, hey, what'd you think? And I'd be like, yeah, that was good. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, that, this one, no stars. Yeah, hate hate it. this one. Never make me play this, this again. Sucks. I hate it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Never again. So this is like, uh, yeah, so it's saying it's an early access version that came out on nice. Steam last year, end of last year, and they're looking at a full release oh, from okay. 8 to 12 months. Um, oh, well, I mean, it's cool. They've got a, like a, a window up there for when they're, they're going to be done. Yeah. That's really, I think for early access, that really helps. It's it, From what I've played so far, it feels pretty complete. Like it's, well, that, it, it, 
That's good. Yeah. So the way it works is it's you actually there's actually an overworld map. So it's like what if Mario but Doom? So when you you play the first mission, like right. the, the tutorial where like you like Mario you basically bust out and you know escape or whatever, and you get shown how to use the weapons and all that kind of stuff. A couple of the weapons. You get out and it's like finish the mission and it does like the screen drip thing from Doom. Of, of course, yep. of course. I saw that and I was like, look, come on guys. I love it. This is great. Um and then yeah, you go through, you get like your score. There's like different things that you can get like awards for. So it's like your time, how many times you've died, how many secrets you've found, how many enemies you've killed. Very similar to again, old Doom. Um and then it spawns you on a overworld and you can like go between levels um very much like you would in like say a mario game um which that was the thing where i was like huh okay that's kind of cool um yeah uh there's also like an auto map as well it's very similar to um doom 2016 and eternals um it's like that kind of 3d thing that you can sort of look around um Oh yeah, and you have to find it in each stage. Like it is, it is an optional thing that you have to find. Um, <laughs> and like some of the secrets are just like in Doom as well. It's like armor, weapons, that kind of stuff. Um, I don't. It, the essentials. It seems like that there's. I think that they might be doing like modifiers and things like that that you can maybe unlock through there as well. But I haven't really dived into that because when you get into the flow of it, it's just one of those games. Much like when I'm playing. I was playing like Doom or Doom Eternal where you get into the flow and it just, oh boy, it's fun. And like playing on a mouse and keyboard, it's like doing those like quick 180s and like jumping over an enemy, like blast, shotgun blasting an enemy and jumping over them and then 180 and just finishing them off in behind. Um, This game's also very gory. So it is all pixelated style, but it's like things are literally dripping with blood when you finished in a room and it like, there's, there's sound that's just like, it's like a dripping tap that's like constantly running as well. It's, <laughs> it's great. I mean, you gotta, you gotta commit and it sounds like, absolutely. Have. And it's, I have had so much, I, I downloaded it cause I saw it. And I was like, oh, I remember seeing this game. It's, it's on game pass. Fuck it. Why not? I'll download it. Um, the age old game pass story. Uh, and I started, I played it for like an hour and I was like, this game's pretty good. And then this was on Saturday when Griffin was having his nap. And then the next day he went down for his nap and I'm like, I want to play some more Proteus. And like, we're going to play like another hour and a half. I'm just like, this is fucking great. Um, and then even before we started recording tonight, I squeezed in another quick level just to sort of oh, yeah. keep myself right. I sent you a message saying, hey man, like, I'm pretty much good to go whenever. And you responded with, all right, it's going to finish this Proteus level real quick. It, it took a bit longer <laughs> than I expected because it was a little bit more to it than that but um but yeah and then all the weapons you got your classics there like you get you get pistols to start off with and then there's like a shotgun the interesting thing is it's all based around ammo so there's like bullet ammo there's shell ammo there's uh rocket ammo there's chaos ammo and there's energy ammo there might be another one we're missing there is there's a chaos ammo final final fantasy origin crossover oh exactly that's it I just want to kill chaos, stranger and Proteus. I could, I could talk about that. Demon, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, yeah. So they, uh, and in those, there's like different types of weapons that use that one 
ammo. So with the, the bullet ammo, there's a pistol, there's like two automatic pistols that you can um, use the left and right mouse button to like fire alternatively, or you can oh, hold excellent. them both down to like just fucking blast people. Uh, and then there's a minigun, which they all have alt fires. So the minigun has like, if you hold down the right mouse button, it auto spins, like it pre-spins the chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So <laughs> it's it's the most badass thing to do for minigun. Yeah, so like, to have that chamber spinning. You already. come to a door where you've just been in a room where there's fucking ammo everywhere and you're like, cool, roll that thing up, open the door and just fucking spray and pray. Um, yeah. And then like, yeah, like the, the shotgun has like a, like a burning damage like alt fire but you have to chat oh like an like incendiary yeah you have to charge it up and it's not very good and i rarely use it the shotgun i just use it as a shotgun is the shotgun good it though? is really good <laughs> okay that's that's really it important tears people- a game that plays like doom yeah, for, for like killing hits if you're close enough it just tears people in half or just turns them into yes. a paste like it's it's great <laughs> it is nice. very it's just a pixelated mess um and then there's like a grenade launcher and a rocket launcher there's like a like it's like a lightning cannon that you can like, so like it, it's normal fire is like lightning cannon, but then you can hold right mouse button and it turns into basically a sniper rail gun that charges up, um, which is awesome. And so, yeah, like all the weapons are like same, same, but just a little bit different. And just to make you think about them nice. a little bit more, um, level design's really good. I'm really enjoying that so far, but the music is awesome. It does the doom 2016 thing. And the Doom Eternal thing, where it is like, you know, heavy rock music, but it is dynamic, depending on how many enemies are fighting. Hey, they they didn't invent that. I okay? know, I know, but I'm saying it's a very similar game, and it's it does the same tropes as that. Um, and the music for the most part... Dynamic music in any game is just really important. I think it's... Shout out to Devil May Cry 5 is probably my favorite implementation of it. Yeah. So the interesting thing is uh, the, the music is done by uh, Andrew Holschult, um, which he did a lot of the music for a lot of those 3D Realms games. Like, uh, yeah, he was working with 3D Realms and he did uh, scores for first-person shooters such as Dusk, Quake, Champions, and Doom Eternal. So I think he's the one who's actually been doing stuff in lieu of Mick Gordon. Seems like it, because it sounds like it. Um, yeah, it's it's really, really good. Um, it's so much fun. I If you have Game Pass, like PC, um, check this out. It runs amazingly on my PC. Um, I really like these sort of, uh, these like visual throwback, throwback shooters, I guess you want to call them. Um, yeah, so it says here, I'm just reading on Wikipedia, it's like, the game may be played entirely with modern visuals. The game allows player to apply shaders that give the game a pixelated look, simulating resolutions down to 360p or even 216p. The game also That's has the cool. option to dynamically convert enemy and item models to sprites, further simulating a retro experience. So it's it's really cool. Like, they, they know what they're doing with this. It is a love letter to all those types of games. It sounds like it, yeah. And, um, nice. but yeah, if you've got Game Pass and you like that kind of stuff, it is so much fun. And it's, there's a lot of game there. I've played a few nights now and I've, you know, played through quite a few stages. Um, there's like challenge stages as well that you can do that, um, I don't know if you'd get anything for them particularly, but there was like one, <laughs> there was one like I did for a shotgun where it was basically like a, running gun where I had to hit targets that would activate 
platforms or parts of the map that I had to get through. So it was kind of almost like, it reminded me a little bit of, you know, the training mission in Titanfall 2? Yes. that Like that first training mission, which is very similar to like the training missions in Call of Duty games as well in the campaigns. Yeah. That kind of feel. Well, when you run that, when you run the training room in control. Yes. Sim- similar thing. But it was all like straight ahead sort of thing. It was going around corners and stuff, but it was like hitting targets to act out the next thing. And if you miss one, then you were stuck and you had to go back or you'd have to restart. Um, yeah. So there's those there as well. Um, and then there's like the ability to go back and get better times and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, Proteus, big thumbs up. Nice. Yeah. Like I feel like I've heard them before, but I might, well, I, I do have game pass on PC currently. So maybe I'll have to give it a, give it's it a only look. about like a gig as well. It's not, not a big download. It's not mm. bad, not bad. My PC is b- crying out for more use. <laughs> it's funny, as soon as you mentioned that, I'm like, oh yeah, I did play some PC demos. I won't, because it's like weeks ago now from the Steam yep. demos. So I won't talk about them. But um, I will get, do quick lip service to the Lake demo, which is exactly what I wanted it to be. Just like, hey, this guy in a van delivers some packages. Yep. Fuck yeah. Here's, here's some music. Fuck yeah. I'm going to play the shit out of that game when it comes out. Yep. I played Tunic as well, um, which I played the demo for Tunic, which is just like cute souls and it's great. Cute Very souls. excited for that I game. That's a be- the best description. Yep. Uh, but the next game I've been playing, I haven't played much of. I've only put a couple of hours in so far, but uh, I felt as a PS5 owner that I probably should get Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, it just felt like I haven't, I have a piece of PS5, but the only PS5 game I bought was Demon's Souls. And it's funny, now I've said that out loud, it's like, well, yeah, there aren't really many That's others, not much right? Like I bought, I bought Village, but technically it may, it may as well have been a PS4 game because it was the same mm-hmm. price. Um, but yeah, so I bought Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart very early on, but I have to say so far, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. This game is bloody gorgeous. <laughs> To sound maximum Australian right yeah. there, but it looks so good. Um, final, like the PS5 is great, but I feel like I mean, again, it, it's probably because I have been predominantly playing the Mass Effect trilogy for the last couple of months. Which, when you boil it down, are PS3 games. Yep. They hold like Mass Effect two and three, especially hold up nicely, but they are a couple of gens old. But I think even with that aside, there are just times in Ratchet and Clank where I'm just like, look, I just stop and I'm just looking around, being like. What is I'm? This is a game that I'm playing. Right. What the hell? Yeah. And now, because um, because it's Insomniac, obviously they're the guys who are Insomniac. Are the guys who are like, yeah, look, performance mode or um, graphics mode or hey, best of both worlds. Because obviously Insomniac, they did it with Miles Morales, and they've got it with Ratchet and Clank. Is performance ray tracing, which is what I've gone for. It seems to be and like the so smart good. choice, right? Like yeah. it does because like it's it sucks having to pick between because I mean. I want the frame rate. I just yep. do. Now that I've experienced it for the last couple of months, like when I'm not at 60, I'm just like, well, yeah, <laughs> no, I can imagine. <laughs> what is this? I can imagine that. And I hate, it sucks because I would never used to, I, I never used to care. I'd be like 30 frames, 60 frames, who cares? But no, I, sadly I do yep. now. I know. And it sucks. <laughs> it's, I feel like it's tainted me in some ways. Like in some of you, that's it's, I wanted to go back through Bloodborne. I was like, yeah, let's play Bloodborne again. I'm like, oh, oh why'd you bring that up? Kind makes me why sad. Why is it 30 frames? Where's the frame rate patch? Not of there. All the fucking um, yeah, right. Souls games 
Like, the need of all the games in general you know that why, need bro? like a 60 frames update, that game is so fast. Come on. But it's like, because it's, I guess, because of the balls in Sony's yeah. court, because Sekiro and I think the Souls games all either run at 60 now or were like uncapped frame rate wise, so they run at 60 anyway. Yep. Um, but anyway, Ratchet and Clank looks very nice. Environments so detailed. Uh, I do, I'm, you know, I'm very early on, so I, I feel at points the gameplay maybe isn't up to where I want it to be, but it's fun. Yeah. And that's what matters, right? I'm never I'm never sitting there being like like scratching my head or like, because I always consider it a platformer. We were discussing this before the yeah. show as well, but it is more of a third person shooter action adventure sort of game. And like, as I've been considering it as that, as I've been putting more time into it, I have been enjoying it more, especially some of these crazy ass weapons Joel. yeah this game's weapons are nuts i i've seen some things i've been experiencing i think this is the first true like i've got justification i've got for fomo of not having a ps5 um i think this is the first time i'm just like i'll just i'll just justify go, it i'll go for a couple of my okay. favorites um because there are a lot there's a, there's a lot of them and I, I haven't seen them all yet as i'm scrolling down this list because some of those i have not got <laughs> but um, there is a weapon called the Negatron Collider, which my best description I can give for you is it's like, it's just a cannon on one arm and it's just a massive concentrated beam. You have to like charge it for a couple of seconds and then you basically just like fire it for a couple of seconds. But it's just, it's just like a straight up Dragon Ball beam attack and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it, maybe in like, in um, the guise of a, of a arm cannon from a... Good old Metroid, maybe. <laughs> like. Well, she doesn't. I mean, I guess like, if you consider like the um the hyper beam and stuff like that, she doesn't really have. Con- this is it's like when I say beam attack, I mean like it's just like, yeah, and right, then stops. Okay. Like it's just this massive, huge beam, and then just goes away. Uh, there's a gun called the um, ricochet, which is exactly what it sounds like. Basically, you hit the enemy with a projectile, and then as you tap R two, it bounces back through oh, the enemy and does more awesome. damage. Um, and you can get like up- upgrades for it where each time you hit it, they drop more of the um, the bolts, which is what you use to buy weapons and stuff. Or it can also hit multiple enemies oh. as well. Like just, just really fun. And I just, I've been playing it on, not on normal. I went for the difficulty above normal mm. and I've been really in- enjoying it because I feel like I'm encouraged to sort of swap up my weapons on the fly more. That's good. Uh it's just been great. Like it's the combat is satisfying enough that like you can comfortably like as you're holding down L2 to aim the gun, like pressing your X to double jump, it feels smooth. Like you don't really lose your aim or your place or anything. Right. Uh yeah, it's just the combat is fun. It's pretty simple. Like it's never it hasn't gotten too complicated, but the encounters are fun, the arenas are fun. Um it's been funny actually going on to this whilst also playing Mass Effect 3. Yeah. I've unintentionally been just on a massive Jennifer Hale binge, apparently. Oh, yes. Since she is the voice of, obviously, the Commander Shepard. No offense, Man Shep, but you aren't the Shepard. I'm rectifying that <laughs> And she time. is the voice of... <laughs> yes, do, yeah. Joel. You'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Again, I don't, I, feel, I don't want to be too mean to the Man Shepard. He does a fine job. When I first played those games, he was my Shepard. Then our good friend, Brendan, was just like, but Femme Shep. And I was like, okay, I'll give her a shot. And just... Never so much back. Jennifer yeah. Hale for life. <laughs> but um, yeah, Jennifer Hale is also the voice of Rivet, the uh, new Lonbax in this game. 
and it's just delightful. Yeah. Uh, the way they're sort of playing it up in the story, like Clank is giving has given Ratchet a gift, and it's this weapon called the Dimensionator, because obviously he is the last Lombax and he wants to find more. And the hypothesis is basically like, yeah, well, look, they're in other dimensions. So he gives him this, this gun to go through dimensions, which seems really dangerous, but who cares? It also seems, it's fun. from my and very then, little knowledge of Ratchet and Clank, seems very on brand, though. Yeah. It does, from from my limited knowledge, too. But it is, and that's basically how it all goes wrong. You know, Dr. Nefarious turns up, he takes a gun, he starts blasting holes in, in reality, opening up all these rifts, yep. which basically just like, hey... Here's that PlayStation 5 SSD yeah, doing its work, that's it. <laughs> doing its numbers. Just like seamless transitions from like one huge area into another area, just at the drop of a hat, like using it to sort of just cross gaps instantly. It's just, it's cool. I don't really know what else to say besides it is cool. I'm very early though, so I, that's why I don't want to speak too much longer mm-hmm. about it, but it's great. And it's also um, just using the dual sense really well as well. Obviously, it uses the haptic feedback on the triggers. Um, the rumble also reacts in a lot of ways to your environment, to footsteps, to stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, I'm just—it's just really good, man. I—it's ex- it was expensive. Yeah, as a PS5 game, it was expensive. I'm glad Amazon had it for ninety-eight dollars, but so far it's worth it. And I'm looking forward to sharing it around with my fellow PS5 owners to try to spare them the the massive bite out of their wallet i'm i'm very much looking forward to playing it when i can get a ps5 uh it's i mean the good news is maybe when you get a ps5 it'll be a plus game true i I mean yeah it'll be that long um yeah i i feel like this is shooting up the when i do get a ps5 what is the game i'm gonna get with it and i feel like this might be it um, I, I would say so. It's either this or Returnal at the moment, but like that's, uh, I, or Demon Souls. But I think like, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like, I think Returnal and this are the ones that I'm really tossing up between. Um, and this seems like exactly what I want. It's like that technical showpiece, but also is a fun game. It's not just a technical it's showpiece. It's fun. Yeah. It 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 really does feel like a good follow up to Astrobot, which is like obviously the game that comes packed into the ps5 mm-hmm. uh it feels like it's like yeah you play Astrobot, like here have a have a more full version of this experience with ratchet and clank and it also like playing this game is just reminding me that i feel like i'm even guilty of it too like i feel like i sleep on insomniac a lot yeah like they they're really good i mean <laughs> like watch this space like they're, they're only gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger and just oh yeah like <sighs> Man, Sunset Overdrive is such is so criminal. Man, it's gonna it's it's gonna come back. It's, it's gonna come criminally back. underrated. Like that game is so much fun. I pl- I finished and play I like played and finished that game. It was one. The, I think the only it's one of two physical games I bought for my Xbox One. I bought that and I bought Rare Replay. They're the two that I bought. Um, and I some would say the two most important. That really. was it at the time. There was Before, no, in the in the no in the pregame past exactly. Days. That's it. So I was like. Well, I want to play Sunset Overdrive because it was one of the games that made me kind of want an Xbox One back in the day, um, and it was great. Like it's it's so good, and then you see the trajectory of like going from that to Spider Man because Sunset Overdrive is a very like movement based game. It's all about like momentum and and just pushing forward because you're on rollerblades that you can skate and grind around everywhere and 
rack up combos and things like that while you're shooting at people. Um, you see that, then it's like, cool, well, they've, they've taken what they've learned about that and f- how to make momentum feel good and feel exhilarating and then apply it to a Spider-Man game, which where arguably that's one of the most important things to do. Um, they, that Spider-Man game is so good that I'm just scared for Marvel's Avengers. Yep. Like, I'm just scared. There's no, don't, do not put out Spider-Man. Just don't yep. do it because I have bad news mm-hmm. for you. The, <laughs> it's going to get ripped They've to already shreds. done it. Like, Insomniac have done it. Unless you're getting Insomniac in they to help it, you. They and they nailed it. Like, they've done it. That's it. Like, you know that Spider-Man's probably going to move like Black Widow. Yep. Yep. And it's just like, this ain't it. This is not, this is not Spider-Man. Yep. Insomniac nailed it that well, but it's like, this is how Spider-Man should yep. play. Just... As a blanket statement. I'd say she's. I'd say he's going to move more like um, Ms. Marvel. Oh yeah, well probably a combination. Because like she can swing around, and you could just take out like her. But I feel like her range. I feel like his melee moves might be a a lot like Widow. True, it might be like a mash of both of them. Anyway, it's that's that's a conversation for a game that we might go back to when Black Panther drops. Still got it. I've still got it there. I've still got it too. Well, mostly because I'm like, is it worth trading in? Anymore? I mean, like, I just don't know. here's the thing. Like when, when we do go back to it, I haven't touched it since I put it down. So I've got a lot of content to go back through. So, you know. Yeah. It, I tried to go back to it, but I got, I'm starting to get my butt kicked and I'm like, all right, I might yeah. wait. I'm like, there's, there's, I know I could grind it out, but I don't want to grind it out on my own. That's, I couldn't think of anything less appealing. Yeah. I, and also again, I, in a perfect world, I'll have a PS5 by the end of the year. So I'll, I, I'm, I would like to play it on more stable yeah, I hardware. would say, I can tell you, as someone who's played it on PS5, it's where it's meant to be yeah. played. It being on PS4 is like, oh, we needed the money. We needed the sales. Yeah. So we put it out on this console, but play it on this yeah, one. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah. I. But yeah, so yeah, Ratchet & Clank, very good. It's uh, funny you speaking about movement. Um, the movement in this game feels good. I don't know how much of it is new. Like, so again, I haven't played much Russian Clanks. Obviously, I know that the um, the rail grinding's been around for a mm. while, but this does have like a dash mechanic now. Um, you can dash into walls that have like, um, so you can wall run along them. They've got specific like arrows along yep. them. But if you can dash into those, you can wall run. I did a, I did a little because it has like mini puzzle rifts essentially, which sort of serve as like you know like challenge room sort of mm-hmm. areas. And I did one where basically there was no ground and I had to sort of wall run along a complicated course. And it was just, it wasn't hard, but I got to the end and I was like, that was just fun. I got to use all my abilities in just a fun way. And that's, that's it. That's a fun game right there. Yeah. Again, I hate to bring it up again, but like as someone who enjoyed Sunset Overdrive, this is sounding 100% like my shit. Like Sunset Overdrive is that, but in like an open world, like an open world city. Yeah. Well, I mean, these, these this game has it's level based, but mm. there's, there's been a couple of very large zones, exactly, yeah. Which, um, again, that's where sort of like I think the collector funny platforming f- assumptions I had about Ratchet exist. Mm-hmm. Like you do have things you can pick up in each area. There are a total of twenty five golden bolts in the game to track down and find. Um, but yeah, again, they're not, none of it's ever too hard. It's, they all just give you that nice little aha moment, and it just feels yeah. good. And that's, again, that's what matters, man. That's the important thing in games like this. And yeah, Rivet's great. But yeah, <laughs> awesome. I want to play this game so badly. I really do. But yeah, that's that's probably all I'll say about Russian Clank for now. 
and I, I most partially because it sounds like I'm, I'm physically hurting you by talking about it, but also because I really haven't played that much. I'm still very much in the in the early the early sections. Uh, so Joel, why don't you why don't you fill us in on the last game you've been playing, a game that I skipped on. Um, yeah. And I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on it because I've been, I feel like I've been exposed to the other side of a conversation of just being like, yeah. hey, this game's fun, but it's there's nothing here. So I want it, I'm looking forward to hearing your side. Okay, so, so I'm going to preface this by saying, like, I've mentioned it on the show before a few times, I really enjoy golf games for some weird reason. I like golf. I don't like watching golf. Like, I'm not, fo- I don't follow golf. But if someone came up to me and said, hey, do you want to go, you know, do a cheeky nine holes? I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, I I weirdly like golf um, as a sport to play, not to watch. <laughs> Um, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, like, that's 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 where I'm at with that. Um, and I have, a, like, a, especially in, like, golf games, I have, like, a vague knowledge of how things should work. Um, I played a lot of Everybody's Golf on the Vita and the PS4 version. Um, golf Story, still I fucking love that game. So good. Uh, but recently, a couple of weeks ago, Mario Golf Super Rush came out. Uh, and I'd never played a Mario Golf game. Even though I hear the Game Boy Advance one is one of the best Mario sports games, some people say one of the best Mario games. Just not not like top tier, but like it's up, it's it's up there. But when people talk about like you know, oh, we're going to talk about the weird offshoots of Mario games. Like this is one of the better ones, um, because of its RPG sort of elements uh, in, in in its like uh, adventure mode. Uh, so Mario is back. On the greens, on the course, on the links, if you will, uh, and yeah, so I've played a fair bit of the adventure mode now, because um, this game does have an adventure mode, um, and a couple of other game modes as well that you sort of play mainly in adventure mode, but also can play in multiplayer, which I have also done a lot of. Uh, so the adventure mode, it's better, in my opinion, it's better than the Mario Tennis Aces one. I didn't I even know pretty... Aces 1 had a story mode. Yeah, it did. And that was one of the things I was excited for. And it was just like, it was an overworld. Like, you go from point to point. And I was like, okay, this is fine. This one's like, there are, like, every time you get to a new course, you can run around, like, the club, the, the club area and, like, talk to people. You don't really need to, but you can. Um, you I can will, buy... I want to interject briefly here because I mm. now you've mentioned that it's reminding me of the only thing I've really seen in this game story mode, and it's that Goomba was talking about how they used to be used as golf balls. I'm like, what is this nightmare uh, world? And not only that, he says, that, yeah, they used to. And he know, was like proud of it. Suddenly, he was pr- He's like, I'm actually really proud of it. And it's like, you should. That's be? that's messed um, up, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of fucked up. But uh, I guess it's better than getting yeah. stomped by Mario, right? Until you absolutely, dead. yeah. You know, at least it's like, <laughs> like somewhat murdered, kind of fun. <laughs> um, but then you can also like, there's like a shop in each one that you can buy new outfits, like that give you different um, buffs and things like that that are specific to that course, which I'll touch on in a minute. But um, and different clubs as well for the same reason. But basically, it's you know you're a you play as I'm like you're me. Um, you can create a new one from scratch, um, is, or you can use the one that's on your. Is the me switch. builder better, or is the better me builder only in Metopia? 
I think it's not quite as good as the Metopia one. That sucks because the things yeah. I've seen made in the Metopia one, I'm like, wow, this is I th- this is the me builder we should have. I think it's I think it's it's pretty good. I think it's better than the base me, me builder. Um, there, I far as I know, there's no way to access it apart from starting a new campaign. That's the only downside. You can't go in and tweak it after you've made it because I made one and then finished it. And then looked at it and went and like saved it and went and looked at it and went, I'm not happy with that. I couldn't edit it. I'd have to go back to scratch I mean, and start again. As someone who was playing through a Mass Effect trilogy, let me just tell you that when I got my Shepherd into Mass Effect 3, I looked at her and I'm like, no, 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 no. So I got, <laughs> I, I got my code and did several, like, it took me like three hours to be happy of oh like God. building Shepherd, playing the intro and being like, no, 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 no. Let's take it back. Take it back. Yep. <laughs> Right. So I I I understand your pain, but I had but I at least hadn't gotten for too far in before. I was just like, no, no, scrap. Let's take it back to the start and just tweak some bars here. Yep. Um. So basically, you you're the the story is you're a rookie and you're friends with um you're living in a house with Birdo, who is kind of like your like I guess looks after the house. Like Birdo doesn't play golf. Sure. Um, but then you've got your roommates uh, who are uh, Boo, Charge and Chuck. I gotta say, and it might be someone else. Interesting world to be rooming with a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, Mario, then, the and, Mushroom Kingdom is messed up, man. Um. Oh, and and Toadette. That's the other one as well. And Toadette. And they they sort of represent different styles of play, like power, like trick shots, and. Um, like strategy, I guess. Uh, and they're like your like friend rivals kind of thing. But yeah, the story is fine. It's not, nothing crazy. I do hear as you go on, um, I haven't hit that point yet, but I do hear once Warrior and Waluigi come on, like come onto the scene, things get real wild. Um, I've heard that there is a magical sword involved. I don't know anymore. That's all I've heard. And I'm like, like a good opening for me to just say that I just hate Waluigi. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's fine. Hey, he's pretty. He has a pretty great outfit in this. I, he's I can respect the outfit, great. but I just am so sick of him. <laughs> it's not as good as Warriors. Warriors is like he looks like a fucking used car salesman <laughs> from like. It feels Texas. so. It feels so right for Warrior though. <laughs> it does hundred percent. It feels like he's out there on a fucking business connections, like <laughs> making connections. Uh, building, building, uh, you know, rapport with his like clientele and that kind of thing. He feels like that. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so you go to each of the, these like, like different courses and there are like different themes around them. So the first one's just like a pretty straight up course where you sort of learn the basics of the game. Um, which are interesting. The basics are sort of same, same, but different to other golf games it's like a three button press but it's also not a three button press it's um like a two button press so you press the button to start the meter and then you set your power and then it goes back down again uh, and then we'll go back up i think yeah as it's going down you've got time to set yeah as it's going back down you've got time to set whether you want to do like once you know how to do them like top spin or backspin or super backspin and then as it goes up again, you can shape the shot. Now, with your me character in the adventure mode particularly, your power bar is broken up into, eventually it gets to four four different spots, right? 
So when the meter goes back up again, before like your character hits the shot, you can use the D-pad or the control stick to shape your shot. So you can set for each of those sections a different direction. So you can put more backspin on it if you want it to be a low shot, or you can put more topspin on it to be a high shot, um, or you can curve it around. And there's like three levels of each of those you can do. It sounds really complicated, but once you sort of get it, it is really cool. And each of those bars is representative of like the first, second, third, and fourth parts of the shot. So of the trajectory of the ball. So once you get good at it, you can sort of almost like, not even almost, you can actually like snake your ball through the air to avoid obstacles um, and like do some really wild stuff in terms of like, hitting a you know a golf ball um and yeah it's pretty cool like it's confusing at first especially if you've played a few golf games because it's quite different in a way again like i mean I said, if, you're same, same, to, different. if you're coming to mario golf like you have to assume that it's going to be a bit more wild i mean and that's not even the wildest stuff in this game like they're, so they're the basics of, of golf you can choose different um clubs and stuff like that um and for the most part, like when you're doing like the lead up to like the, the the championship of each course, you're just doing like normal golf where it's like you auto teleport to your ball and you do your thing. The thing, so the game's called Mario Golf Super Rush. Um, there's a, a thing in this called Speed Golf, which is one of the big things, the big draw cards to it. So Speed Golf is you hit your ball, you do all your business, hit your ball, and then You've got to run to your ball. So you've got like a stamina meter that you can like hold down B to, to sprint. Then you can also hit L uh, if it's if you if your stamina meter is in the green and you do like a super dash, which can knock other, because obviously everyone else, you're all playing at the same time as well. So there's other people on the course. You can knock them out a little bit and sort of like knock them back. Um and with speed golf, depending on what, what version of speed golf you're playing on whatever course, um, it's more about your time than how many strokes you're taking to get to the hole. So obviously like doing like big bombs and getting them like really close to the green is going to be beneficial still because you're going to be doing that in less time, but you still got to run to your ball as well and avoid obstacles on the course and manage your stamina bar. Um, I know it sounds really not fun, but it actually is kind of fun. In a way, I, I kind of enjoyed that. Um, and yeah, so that's that's the basis of it. Like, as you go on, there's a desert course where you've got to manage your, like, hydration. So, like, you've got to... It's basically a timer in a different guise. Like, instead of being, like, a time timer, it's like you've got 70% of water in your body. And as you hit shots, that declines and, and evaporates. Um I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I don't think it's quite what I wanted it to be. There are RPG elements as well in terms of like building your me character, but it's just putting stat points into you level up an XP bar and you get stat points and you put them in. And sometimes you put a stat point into something that's going to lower some other stats, but then the next time you get stat points, you just buff them up again. And so it's pretty shallow um, and not quite as good as what I've heard that the Mario Golf Advance Tour on the Game Boy Advance is apparently fucking incredible. 
And so I kind of want to track down, well, not track down, maybe. <laughs> I was going to say, Joel. Maybe do some sneaky no. emulation and play no, that no, game. No. If I'm going to do it, though, I want to get, like, I've been looking at them for a while now. I've been looking at, like, different retro handheld emulator game, like, consoles. <clears throat> so that'd be the way I'd do it. But anyway, um, outside of that, in, like, multiplayer modes, you can play speed golf, which I haven't actually played speed golf or multiplayer um, with with our crew that we've been playing with. Um, there's also battle golf, which in the campaign, there's this mode of golf called cross country golf, which is one of the worst parts of the game. Um, it was one of the parts <laughs> where it just bailed me up for so long. Basically the way that works is that you've got like nine holes on the course and you've got a certain time limit and you've just got to, you, you got to plot your own course to get through those holes. So you can go any which way direction. When you start, when you tee off the first tee, there's a hole behind you. So you can turn around and get that one first if you want, or you can go forward for the one that it directs you to, or you can go swing right and go for that one there. And it's all about like trying to do it in a, um, I think it's the, you've got a set amount of shots and a time limit. Um, and I finished that one with no shots left in my, in my bank. Um, but battle golf is similar to that. So you're playing against other people all running at the same time. So it has that speed golf element, but you're all trying to tag holes before the other players do. And I think the way it works is like the most people, like the most holes at the end of the game wins, um, which is a really cool way of like Mario-ifying golf in a way, like putting that chaotic nature, um, speed golf and battle golf both do that. But in terms of just playing like golf, um, I've been squatting up with some of our friends, um, with our, in particular with one of our friends, Mr. Liam Gordes, who's been streaming some of those. So you can actually go and check those out. Um, if you check out, um, oh, I'm a really bad friend. I can't remember his Twitch. It's Liam channel. Draws, isn't it? It's Liam Draws, I think. Yeah. Liam Draws underscore maybe. Mm, yeah. Um, and yeah, so I've been, I, I've been jumping in with uh, a few friends and he's been streaming that. We've been having a really good time just sitting back and playing some golf, like taking any turns, like just classic golf. And it was really good just to sort of sit there and, and, and do that. Cause I really enjoy golf games. Um, and all uh, the other guys have been really enjoying it as well. Probably normally wouldn't go out of their way to play a golf game. I don't think, um, without speaking on their behalf, but, um, yeah, it's been really fun just sort of hang them back. And, and like, it's still competitive. Like, we um the first game I played with them it came it was a draw between Liam and I, and we ended up playing an extra hole to to determine the winner, um which he he bet me on because I took a risky move trying to chip a shot in and it didn't work, but you know a risk it for the biscuit, and um yeah it was it it was fun just sort of hanging out with them and 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 playing golf and just being supportive as well like we're all trying to beat each other and do some like. Like fuck each other, each other over every now and then because you have like special shots as well. It's another factor of it that um can impact the other players around you and their balls. Um, but yeah, it was just fun to sort of chill out and play this golf game and and have some good fun with my friends. Um, and just yeah, cheer each other on in a way. Like someone would do a really good shot and you'd be like, oh, that's beautiful, mate. Oh, perfect. 
I couldn't have asked for a better shot. Like that happened every couple of minutes. It was great. It was just really lovely. And the first night we played, I played with them. It was, we played a full 18 holes. It took us a couple of hours and it was just really chill. We were just talking shit and um, having a good time playing some golf. I'm trying to convince them to get everybody's golf because I feel like that might be what they want. Because like I said, we haven't played speed golf or battle golf in the multiplayer. We've just been playing regular old golf. So, you know, everybody's golf might be a good fun way to get them on uh, on board with something like that as well if they really enjoyed it. But if you like golf games, I think Super Rush is definitely worth checking out. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um it hasn't blown me away, but I guess I kind of wasn't expecting it to in a way. So, yeah, it's definitely worth a look if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, it seems like the price point is the biggest sticking point for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be doing a lot of, like, post-launch stuff, which I'm yeah, the content, to see what they're going to do with that. The content incomplete stuff is another Nintendo problem. <laughs> yeah, I feel like of those games, this one probably feels the most Well, that's, that's good. It means Camelot's learning. <laughs> Mm, I feel like there's, you know, there's, I think, eight or nine courses, maybe. Do they get maybe wild? A couple less. Do they get wild? That's what I want to know. Yeah, like, I mean, so the first one's a normal one. Then you go to, like, the Rocky Mountain one, which is where you play cross-country golf. And it's, like, cliff faces that you've got to, like, chip up and stuff any, like any, that sometimes. Any Mario theme stages? Courses. Not that I've seen yet. Oh! Um, that's the thing. So, but Back the, to the, the trailer... Board. I know well, the new, trailer. New Donk City yeah, was in a trailer. New Donk City's coming. Come I'm on. very excited <laughs> for that one. I think it's going to be fun. Get the Mario um, courses in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they there are some that are like the, like named after things, but it's mostly like, well, this one's a desert one, and this one's a rocky mountain one, and this one's a spooky woods that has like lightning bolts that will fuck your ball and then your shot meter up for a turn. Like, yeah. That's about it. It gets crazy, but not in a Mario way. Hmm. What we need is Strikers to come back. Yeah, because I, I never played Strikers. We I need really would like Strikers. That's the Mario sports game we should have, but we don't. <laughs> I think I think if they do post-launch stuff right with this game, I think six months down the track, this is this yeah. is like a this is like a, a a staple for the Switch. I feel. I but, just am always so wary of Nintendo and post-launch. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it or if they are actually going to do it. But who knows? Like, they just... Nintendo... My One of my biggest problems with Nintendo, with a lot of these sort of games, is their lack of willingness to be like, hey, this is a game, this is a service. Just do it as a game's... Make it as, as a platform. A yep. But the problem is Nintendo just doesn't want to do that because they're like, well, no, because we'll do another one in a few years. So we can't. Exactly. They want to iterate on it. Yeah. They but, want to, they're doing all these ones like Super Mario. I mean, Super Mario Party is like the prime example of that. They did, they put out Super Mario Party. Everyone was like, yeah, it's not quite like the old ones. We like the old ones better. And they're like, cool. Here's the old ones again. But, and the funny thing with Super Mario Party is it's, it's where my fears come from, right? Because they're like, here's Super Mario Party. Gets nothing. Gets no post-launch. A couple of nope. years later, they're like, here's an online mode. And everyone's like, this is weirdly late. And then a few months later, a new Mario Party is announced. It's an amalgamation of all the old Mario Parties with the online mode included. You're like, oh, okay, you were you were testing. You were testing the water. Exactly. Okay. 100%. All right. Yeah. All right. 
So, and um, again, this is just a, it's just a concern I have with Nintendo on these sort of games. It's just like, just yeah, do it as absolutely. a service, guys. Just have a, have a roadmap. You need a roadmap. <laughs> it seems like they just threw a whole bunch of shit at the wall and sees, like they see what sticks. Yeah. And then they're like, eh, we'll figure it out in the next one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's the best way to do it. But hopefully Camelot's learned. Hopefully this time no. when they, they get the post-launch support, it sticks and it has legs. Unlike many of other Nintendo's games, like ARMS and Mario Party and Mario Tennis. And at this point, it seems like Animal Crossing. And <laughs> I just want to point out the fact that you just Mario said, I see if it's, if it's got the legs it's the like old, ARMS. It's like the, it's the oldest joke in the book, but I have to take the yeah. shot every time I get Classic. it. Classic. The only, the only game in Nintendo is just like, hey, post-launch support is Smash. <laughs> like, that's it. Ironically, yeah. the like Nintendo's easily, far and away, League's best multiplayer game. A pain in the ass to play online. Absolute oh, yeah. disaster. Absolute shit show. For the type of game that it is? Yeah. Nightmare. Disaster. We don't do it as much as we probably would like to, and that's why. It's, that's, be- it's, uh, it's Nintendo's best multiplayer Switch game, but it's just not It's just not possible because of that game's yeah. online. Possibly uh, you also get a- in part to Nintendo's terrible online in general. You could argue that that game is much better played in couch co-op anyway, or couch competitive anyway. That's, that's I mean, how Smash is supposed to be, but... All multiplayer games are better on couch co-op. Yeah, they are. But <laughs> Smash, Smash in particular, like, that's... Yeah, that feels so right when you have, like, mates in a room passing controllers around. I feel like... But I guess, you know, a pandemic will do that to you. <laughs> Nintendo... I feel like Nintendo multiplayer games are just, like, best off in person. That's generally. true, yeah. Generally. Yep. But, um... Doesn't matter because Nintendo doesn't care. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I'm, st- I'm gonna stop boring everyone with my tales of golf, and I'll just move it straight across the dope on hope. Dope or hope. So Dope or Nope is, of course, our news segment. And as it happens, it's been a couple of weeks since our last recording. E3 has come and gone. The dust has settled, and. <laughs> As proof of the industry becoming healthy once again, there is news, there is discussion, there's stuff happening. Uh, so I've collected a few stories. I'm not sure if you uh, did. You end up tracking any down? I have not. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. That's uh, <laughs> I'm still adjusting to working from like a Monday to Friday job, so my face is all over the place. Uh, let's, let's pick, I'm going to, I'm going to try, I'm going to try and pick this so I can, I'm hoping I get this right. I'm going to try and dope, 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 nope, dope, nope. We'll see if I get it right. We'll see if I know mm, you. Okay. All right. Uh, or if I know how we'll both vote. Uh, first up <laughs> is we've got Sony acquisitions. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty dope. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's dope for the studios for sure. Um, Fuck yeah. So the primary discussion point here is that Sony officially announced they acquired two studios. They acquired Housemark mm-hmm. and uh, Nix's. It feels like you like emphasize officially there as well. Well, I mean, it's officially because we don't know the full story here. We don't know what the hell happened, but Sony, yeah. a Sony Japan PlayStation account posted up the Housemark like, congratulatory tweet, but in the picture, it was Bluepoint's logo. And also yep. in the background of that picture, the Demon Souls Knight was there, which when you contrast to the welcome to the family house mark, the Demon Souls Knight is not there. No. 
which has got people talking blue point it still is in blue point's fire they're like hey compl- like we're independent no one owns us yet but it yeah. really feels like i mean if that's a blunder by sony japan that's a big blunder that's a huge blunder but uh, also it, the news of sony buying blue point does not no, surprise me it at all. is it is the least surprising thing even buying inevitable even buying housemark um isn't even that surprising absolutely 100%. They've had such a good relationship with Sony going forward. Like now having Sony bankrolling them, it feels like this is the time for them to start getting wild. Maybe go back to their arcade roots again. Like who knows? Yeah. Well, we have a quote from um, Housemark's co founder and managing director, Iari Kuitnen. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sure. Uh, talking about the acquisition, saying that it gives it gives our studio a clear future and a stable opportunity to continue delivering on gameplay-centric approaches while still experimenting with new methods of narrative delivery and pushing the boundaries of this modern art form. So, I mean, obviously Housemark is wrapped because they're, they're bankrolled by Sony now. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as yep. you don't want to make Jap- Jap- Japanese games, you're fine. <laughs> Oh, yeah. poked a bear god Yikes. damn it Sony where's Japan studio um, disappeared now from gone. all existence gone. Yeah. but uh, the one that I that also they picked up which I think happened I think a day or two later was yeah Nix's who Nixes, yeah. was a studio I was not familiar with but apparently they're a dynamite PC port studio yes um, so this really feels like more of that playstation games coming to pc sort of stuff which mm-hmm. check it tracks right like yep horizon days gone there uncharted 4 was listed yep. so ghost this, tsushima i think was talked about as well yeah i think ghost was no bloodborne <laughs> fucking no apparently nobody no likes bloodborne. bloodborne except for everyone ever likes bloodborne because it's a fucking 10 out of 10 game now we're all thinking about elden ring now joel I mean, yeah, sure. I, I, I'm not going <laughs> to um, deny that because I am. But don't get me wrong; it's 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 infuriating because yeah. I know some people I know. I'm not going to name names who say they love Bloodborne, haven't played some Bloodborne content, and it's fine. You know, you don't have to be a true fan to wade into the the old Hunters DLC. But I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. I thought. All those fights in the fucking base game by myself, except for two of them. I know, and the like crowning I'm, achievement in video games. All I'm telling you is that Lady Maria and Orphan of Costs are both waiting for you in the old hunters. Well, well, maybe tell the fucking base level hunters that were like a fucking random encounter in the base game that is like, now nah, they're enemies now. Fuck <laughs> you. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. I guess I'll just never play this. It's fine. I'm always. I mean, I, I'm. Look, you know what, Joel? I'm willing to reinstall Bloodborne for you. I'll do it if all you gotta say is just. I'm sure. I, I'm sure that would have taken so much arm twisting. <laughs> oh, I, I still have. A, I still have a trophy to get in Bloodborne. So <laughs> okay. And I'm okay. too scared to fight Lawrence on my own. So I just. It's been too long now. I'd have to play like base <laughs> level game just to remember how to play Bloodborne and get That's back in fine. the zone. You'll pick it up. It's all good. It's easy. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, terrifies me now. Um, but yeah, so that seems that's our first sort of little little story there. We, again, the blue point stuff still very much speculation. Sony mm-hmm. has been mum on the point since. 
There are plenty of rumblings that a state of play is coming up. It's entirely possible that if they're going to drop the blue point news, it might happen there. Yeah, uh, I think we don't so. Know. We don't know. Sony are pretty much impossible to read and too cool to actually give us information. So it's fine. Yep. Yeah. All yeah, they get, all they can be like is say, "Hey, look at all these cool games. Good luck getting a PS5. See you later." We'll just go sit over in the corner with our dunces hats on and wait for us to yeah. turn. Keep get and keep. Um, Oh man, I, I didn't bring it, but I nearly bought it. All that stuff from the indie developers that were coming out about Sony. All, oh. the, all that nut, like 25k for a blog post and a trailer upload on their official official channel. Like Jesus, that seems like that seems like a Ooh. not dope or nope thing. That seems like That's a bonus a, round discussion. <laughs> I mean, we'd need to do the appropriate research because I know a lot of um, other indie devs are sort of weighing in on it and like sharing like sales charts and the Sony chunk was very small. Anyway, yeah, yeah not officially in the dope or nope, so I'm not bringing it up, talking about it anymore. Cool. Um, next up, we've got... Uh, it's, uh, I, I, I think... I think no matter what I pick, the next one's probably going to be a dope. So let's just get one that I can be angry about out of the way. Um, so putting to bed, no, not really putting to bed, but uh, definitely answering in some ways a lot of speculation. So uh, Team and Konami have, oh, like, have yeah. officially been like, hey, we are partnering for a survival horror game. And... Oh, geez, gosh, I wonder what game it's going to be, Joel. I can't possibly think of it. <laughs> I, I don't know, mate. I don't know what could it be. All I can say is not like this. <laughs> this uh, is, yeah. This look, is not the way I wanted this to happen. I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to say dope only because I feel like you need to just like air your grievances a bit more I mean, about all of this. It's dope. And I, I, I feel bad because I'm not being mean to Blue Team because I played Layers, Layers of Fear 1 and 2. They were both very good. I didn't play Observation. And I, after seeing reviews, skipped the medium. Um, mm. But I mean, it's coming to PlayStation 5 soon. So maybe I'll, if it's, if it's ever the right price, I might give it a look. But. They don't strike me as the studio I really want on Silent Hill. And I, I, at this point, it feels bad to be picky as a Silent Hill fan, right? You're like... Yeah. But also, I lived through Homecoming and Downpour and Origins and <laughs> one of those other Silent Hill games. So I get... I, you know, I know how bad it can get. I just... I don't know. Something is holding me back from... Again, I should, I should really clarify first. I haven't said it's Silent Hill, but... Konami's been slowly dragging the corpse of Silent Hill back into the limelight, you know? They dumped it in front of um, Dead by Daylight. They Mm -hmm. are selling Silent Hill skateboards for some reason. And shirts that apparently are pictured one way on the site, but when you get them, they don't quite match the pictures on the site. Classic Konami. Uh, And of course, yeah, the undying rumor that there were meant to be two Silent Hill games coming one from a prominent Japanese developer and another one that's, that, you know, Konami's already shopped around to. It seems likely that if that... And again, I think Video Games Chronicle uh, is still... They're still holding true to that prominent Japanese developer. So that's where my hopes are. Whoever that right. p- that is there, like, please, that one there. But... Uh, Who it, do you think? I don't Who do you know. think? My pick was Japan Studio, but they're gone. Thanks, yeah. Sony. And, I, and I like, don't think it's Kojima Productions. I'm... Like, like this, this absolute nightmare that the abandoned developers have like put themselves into, like Blue Box. I, oh, those poor guys. Like that when that game is revealed, 
unblock enough Twitter. <laughs> I'm just oh, not going to yeah. be there. Twitter's going to melt down. Um, like my my thought would be like Tango GameWorks, but that's Bethesda, and exactly Microsoft, and subsequently Microsoft. Now, um, like, I mean, the other person I would pick, and if only because they have, I I reckon they could do some. I mean. If I was to pick a dream team, if I was to like assemble my dream team, right? <laughs> okay. Yep. It would obviously, I would like like Shinji Mikami from from Tango would be great. Yeah. Uh, Suda Fifty One, get him in there, and mm. let's get Sweary in there, right? Get oh sweary, Jesus! Like, hear me out, because Silent Hill, not not heavily, like is that, but there are there are Twin Peaks vibes present through Silent Hill, and I think Sweary. He gets that weird, like, <laughs> what that Lynchian stuff that just makes you really uncomfortable. He gets that. And he could, re- I, I think he could bring a very interesting take to a Silent Hill game. But at the same time, like, obviously my dream team is Team Silent, but they're scattered yeah, to the exactly. fucking four corners of the earth or Japan, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if you do a new Silent Hill, the, the, the primary essential component has to be. Akira Yamaoka because he is that game like his music his his sound design is Silent Hill beyond that I don't know what I really want besides a new Silent Hill but I don't know if I want it from Bluebird and that's that's where I'm at odds with myself well, alright new Silent Hill yes don't know about Bluebird it would be easy to say if I'd played the medium all I can go off of the medium is the reviews of people being like it's, it's kind of like Silent Hill but not good <laughs> and that sucks <laughs> It's Silent Hill, but bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, we have those games already. We got a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, many of them. I don't know. It's tough, right? Because on one yeah. hand, when when I see that Silent Hill logo, it will be exciting. When I mean, if if this is Silent Hill, but come on, I think. Hang on, I've got I've got the website up here, the Bloober statement. Um, I'm trying to see if they call that specifically survival horror. Or like a horror game, but like that's what Bloober Team yeah. makes. I don't, I can't think exactly. of a single Bloober game that isn't horror. No, they. Well, I mean, yeah, they burst under the scene with like Layers of Fear, and then did that and Blair Witch, and oh, I forget they did Blair Witch. That's they right. did Blair Witch, yeah. And then oh. yeah, Layers of Fear two and right. the medium. I, I've got the press start article here, and it does, it's a good point that they press start brings attention to the fact that Bloober Team did confirm in an interview earlier this year that they were working on a um another IP, a horror IP from a very famous gaming publisher. So like literally all the stars are aligning for this to be yeah. Silent Hill. But which Silent Hill? And if it if there is a second Silent Hill, who knows? I hope. But maybe they're doing a remake. We were I mean of what of one? Maybe? Because we kind of we kind of got that in Shattered Memories. Like Shadow Memories okay. is the re. Oh, I'm more spoilers. It's it's a, it's like okay. a remake, retelling, reimagining sequel situation. It's like Seven okay. Remake, rebuild of Evangelion sort of. Okay, territory. cool. Okay, you're right. Okay, but, you um, said Seven Remake. And I'm like, I, I understand yeah, what you it's mean. It's like now. Yeah, yeah, it's like hard to pin it down. It's it's its I own mean, thing, but that's a game also... that should come back. I mean, the monsters suck. <laughs> Playing that game and running from those monsters, god awful. Especially on the Wii, we had to flail the stupid Wii remote and nunchuck around. Yeah, but that game, like every Wii game. Yeah, I know. But it, if you played this, I'll ask Ben. Ask Ben next time you talk to him about 
how it looks to watch someone running from the monsters in Silent Hill Shadow Memories. You look like an idiot. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah. That's a game that, apart from that, I think it's quite good. It's got good music. I like the the atmosphere. The story's interesting. I like the um, like the psychologist sort of the, the, the therapy session hooks and the questionnaires it gives you that tailors to you. Yeah, good game. Bad monster encounters. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The future of Silent Hill seems to be picking up pace but to yeah. what end we don't quite know yet yeah i guess we'll wait and see we will we will exactly wait and see <laughs> uh next up we've got again this isn't surprising it was essentially leaked recently uh ghost of tsushima is getting a director's cut yeah it's pretty dope it's I, it's yeah. a con- it's a confused dope from me <laughs> Okay, yeah, like, I mean, I don't have a lot to say about it where it's like, the, the thing that's got me most interested about this is the extra island of content. Yeah, so I like, mean... Oh, more, more, more Ghost of Tsushima? Yes, please. So, but, yeah, the extra island is a question mark, right? So, before we get into mm, this, the important thing that so if you own Ghost of Tsushima on PS4 and you want to upgrade to the Director's Cut, because so this will be on PS4 and PS5. If you uh-huh. upgrade from your base Ghost of Tsushima PS4 game to the Director's Cut on PS4... It'll cost about $25. Um, if you upgrade to the PS5 version of the Director's Cut, it'll cost about 40 Australian dollars. But if you buy the PS4 version of the Director's Cut, of, of the Director's Cut, and then upgrade to the PS5 version of the Director's Cut, that will cost $12, roughly. Um, well, see, here's the thing. I traded my copy because I thought, I'm done with that game. It's so I don't funny. think we're going like, to go back to... Well, I don't think we're going to go back to Legends, so... I, um, I have the reason I haven't traded it is such a first world problem. It's just that it because of Legends, it was the last thing I played on my PS4, and oh, thus it yep. is still inside the PS4. Yep. But my PS4 is unplugged, and every time I was like, I need to get. I'm too lazy. I'm not. Pl- I'm not <laughs> getting down into the power board behind my TV and fishing for cables to plug it into eject a disc. Even though, like every time EV does like their trade deals. And like they usually call out a game that you've purchased from them to be like, hey, you could trade this in. It's always Ghost of Tsushima. And I was like, <laughs> you could trade this ghost. I'm like, I know I could. Stop reminding me. <laughs> one day, Kari. You'll one get day. there one day. But at the same time, now I'm like, do I keep it? I don't know. The big question well, mark is that if it's the, the 40-ish dollar upgrade price, it depends on the size of this new island, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Like I've heard people saying, like, what if it's like Miles Morales? If it's like Miles Morales, then I'll fucking yeah, yeah I'll I'll rebuy that game as the director's cut and we, pay like the Miles, upgrade. When... Miles Morales had a similar thing, right? Where you could you could buy Miles Morales, but if you wanted mm-hmm. the base game, it cost extra. I just wonder if that's how they're sort of trying to angle this content. It's where... hard though because they, they they you can still buy those products as two separate things, whereas this feels like. You... I mean, you can't buy Spider Man remastered on like the PS Five version of Spider Man One without Miles Morales. I thought they changed that. You can you you can buy it from inside Miles Morales. Right. Okay. I don't think you can get Spider Man on its own yet. <laughs> okay. Which has All been right. which has been conf- uh, uh, various people have varying opinions on that, and that's yep. And make because I bought the base Miles Morales because I'm like oh I'm getting it on PS4 it's fine and it was fine at the time and then I got my PS5 I'm like I want to play I don't want to spend that much money on Spider Man on PS4 yeah. I'll just play the Miles Morales and I'll be good. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, so it's just it's really... just like 
it does. really good on PS5. It <laughs> does. Miles Morales is good. I can only imagine playing Spider-Man 1. But um, yeah, like I just wonder. I wonder what sort of value. But at the same time, PS5 version, baby. Get that Japanese dub lip sync. The true yeah, power true. of the PlayStation 5 is, <laughs> is syncing that lip movement up. Right there. That's the one. <laughs> I mean, I fucking love Ghost of Tsushima. So I will... I'm not going to get this when it comes out. No. Um, I mean, it's coming out in August, so it's not a great time for yeah. it to drop. And unless for some reason I have a PS5 by then, then maybe. But, like, I, I, the next time I... The, the time that I play this director's cut will be when I have a PS5. Yeah, I that's would say when that's I'm going to play it. Yeah. But um, if you've never played Ghost of Tsushima, this is the best time to do oh, it. Because yeah. the game already, without even knowing what that extra island is, is so feature-packed. It has a solid single player campaign that is super fun it's like the most fun i've had in an open world game in such a long time and then on top of that there's an update the the the, the legends update which is a co-op multiplayer like horde mode that you can play with your friends that has its own raid and story missions i mean hey if you're out there and you're like man i really miss mass effect 3's multiplayer have mm-hmm. I got a multiplayer mode for you? It's absolutely. The, the Ghost of it's, one. it's absolutely how we sold that game to one of our friends. It did fill uh, a and void, and now, but now I'm playing Mass Effect. The void is back, so you know it's yeah. You, I to the point where I'm like, maybe I'll reinstall Andromeda and try that multiplayer. I'm desperate. I'm desperate to oh. feel it. I'm desperate, man. I miss that I'm multiplayer not so it, much. I, you, I'm not playing that. I'm not. I'm not paying money for that game again. It's frequently like ten bucks, man. <laughs> That's too much. I, I don't can't know. Be I, I I would make an argument that it's aged well once it's been now it's been patched. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I still don't care for any of it. Like I really don't. I feel awful saying that. I just don't care. What a good time to go to the next story. <laughs> Bioware skipping EA Play. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah. Maybe some of the reason why I don't care about Andromeda because it seems like they don't care about they saying care. anything about their game. They no, care. they do. That's yeah, they it's do. Too, it's too early. We haven't dope yeah. on that to first. So I, I mean, it's 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 not dope, but it it's is a, a dope. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's a no dope. Those, right? Like one of those age old chestnuts. The the clincher for me, like when EA play, EA play was like, "Hey, we're happening in July." I'm like, "All right." Only Bioware can get me excited for this event at this point. Like, I don't know what yeah. else you've got. <laughs> and then, yeah, I guess, you know, good on Bioware to be like the guys. Be like, hey, hard at work on the... This is the direct tweet from the, from Bioware's official Twitter account. We're hard at work at creating the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect games and have some exciting stuff coming to the Old Republic, which was an announcement they had just before. This year, while we won't be showing anything at EA Play Live, be sure to check out the, yeah, the Old Republic live stream at 12 p.m today for influence to come so basically no dragon age or mass effect games at ea play which for mass effect i get it because like we had that very early reveal at the game awards which was just like yeah it was like hey there's liara it may as well have been people at desks like it's you know here's liara and here's a shot of the uh the milky way and the andromeda galaxies yeah speculate away (laughs) yeah that's have have at it yeah yeah is Shepard alive? Possibly. <laughs> Will oh, I play gosh. Shepard again? If if so, I'm in. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, um, will my friends be back? As long as they survived, 
Yes, I know that yes. die. Uh, Dragon Age, though, is the one that kind of gets me, because I feel like we've been waiting for this game for so long. And I know they had a mid-development thing where, after the absolute collapse of Anthem, when they were like, maybe we won't do Dragon Age as a live service game. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe yeah. that makes no sense for Dragon Age whatsoever. Maybe don't do that. Yeah, so, don't right? do that. Also, just a bit of advice. Maybe don't make your opening area the size of its own game so that some players that will remain nameless spend 10 to 12 hours there before realizing there's more game. And by that point had been a little burnt out on running around the same area. Because I I played through Dragon Age Inquisition was one of my lockdown games last year. Yep. I love that game now. Like, it's. I, I mean, look. I'm sure if I go back to it, like hindsight yeah. like, is a wonderful thing. Now, but now, like, now that you know that the opening area is like, don't spend ten hours here. I spent so much time there. Me too. I was just like, I spent. I did everything there, and then it, I got to the next area. I'm like, oh, oh, it, okay. To be fair, it's it's the biggest of the areas. The the, the subsequent areas are much smaller. Yeah, but still, fucking hinterlands. <laughs> hinterlands, hinterlands. But God yeah, so damn. they. No shows, which it bums me out because now yeah. the only thing I have, and I'm just going to lump it in here because it doesn't seem right to bring it as its own dope or nope thing, since it's it's tied to EA Play. The only thing that can get me excited now is if this Dead Space remake happens. Maybe let's do it. I'm I'm ready for it. Like so, it's. The horror game that you will get me to play. This, this again, still very heavy rumors. This is coming from everyone's favorite person who knows everything, Jeff yep. Grubb. <laughs> so that's why I'm basically like, Grub, Grub. Oh, sure, I'm willing to believe. I'll bite. Um, so yeah, the rumor has the rumor has come out that <laughs> every time, every time, man, uh, EA Motive is developing this, and it's it was originally being pushed like people were talking about it being a reboot, but it sounds like it's a full fledged remake. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's, the game's not really that old. I don't know if it needs a remake. But mm. the part that gets me excited is when the rumor continues that they're taking notes from Capcom's Resident Evil 2 remake. And can I just say, yes, please. You want a, you want a, horror, you want a horror game that sort of will scare the pants off of you. Remake 2 is, is a good candidate to go for. <laughs> See, I'm... Um... I will play this one. I will play this one. I will probably not like it, even though it would be very good. Imagine um, Necromorphs with like better AI and just like using oh. those vents better. Oh. Yeah, man. And like the the lighting, the lighting. Like there, there are times in Resident Evil Remake too where it is just so dark. It's just so dark, and you're just like, um, I don't like it. <laughs> This is where my I do like it from. though. Like that you love Dead Space and it sounds like, because yeah, basically I do, because it always felt like Dead Space lived or died by Resident Evil and now Resident yeah. Evil is back. Dead Space is like, yeah, it's just like, sure, we'll make it Dead Space. It seems like we'll uh, sell. <laughs> also us, yeah. Yeah, like, we can we can make horror games. And maybe I was like, you shouldn't have closed the studio that made it in the first fucking place. But uh, hey. Rest, rest in peace, Visceral. <laughs> fucking, yeah, what do I know? You know. I mean, it seems like Jedi Fallen Order has maybe changed the tune of EA a little bit. Je- yeah. Je- Jedi Fallen Order and the collapse of Anthem may have come together to to be like make EA be like, oh yeah, maybe we should 
I guess we'll do single player games. Humbling, I think, is the word <laughs> I would comes to mind for me. Bringing personally. them to their knees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess just, we'll uh, make single player content. I guess big old, big old humble pie. Just <laughs> num 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 num. Um, yeah, yeah, like I said, this is still very much a rumor, but it's coming from Jeff Grubb, and I, I see no reason to doubt him at this point. And no. plus. For some reason, it just feels right for Dead Space to come back. Uh, yeah, it's it, yeah, it does. It feels like the right time, like, like you said, because horror is yeah, back. Horror's back, and, and like triple A horror is back as well with like Resident Evil. Like, it's it'll be so man, it'll be so funny, right? If Resident Evil comes back, and then Dead Space and Silent Hill both come back, fuck a, yeah, that's like a triple pack gift that Capcom has given me. Karen, you're just gonna explode. You're just gonna fucking just. You've seen Elden Ring. I've seen Elden You're Ring. You get a new Metroid game coming yeah, soon. New Metroid and game. then horror, horror, horror. Horror, horror. Dead Space, Silent Hill, like, stop. Just stop. I'm getting I'm getting like Beast Wars coming back for Transformers. Yeah, like yeah, it's dude. just You've become the new Michael Huber. You you are willing <laughs> things into existence, Skyrim. So what's happening. I'll try to wield my power responsibly. If you could will if you could like will uh, use your power to will back like the popularity of rhythm games love that'd be great be super great be careful like mine might be like a monkey's paw sort of thing <laughs> <laughs> like it might so come I... back but like <laughs> yeah what do i lose though like it's all you know... what form like who knows <laughs> yeah maybe it's vr only which you would think would be okay but like maybe i don't know I, it would it would it would swing me a lot more into being like oh, I guess I'm gonna get a fucking VR headset. At I mean, a certain, I've got one, at I've a got certain one. point, like, do you just you're just like, well, since I'm since rhythm games are VR, I guess I'm a VR gamer now, and that's just where I guess the money goes, just straight into VR, pump sure. it in there. <laughs> sure, yeah, just fucking quadruple down on it. But yeah, Come check I mean, out my fucking like nitro cooled rig that it's <laughs> fucking. I've managed to get my hands on a 3090 somehow. Yeah, I was going to say, you've got a graphics card as big as my tower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's... Yeah, it, the, the tower is built around the graphics card. The, the tower is the graphics card, and then you've exactly. just got a, a, a bigger case around that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just got, like, fucking inputs into it. Yeah, anyway. But yeah, so... Yeah, if horror comes back, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Since we're on with Jeffy Grub, Grub, Grub... We got one more bit from him, and it's just this one I just have to talk about because it's just too funny. And also a little bit depressing because of how I've seen fans reacting online, but it's because they're little piss and it's fine. Uh, Sounds about right. Hideo Kojima's deal with the Xbox has reached a new key milestone. Mmm. I mean, it's dope, but I still feel like I've, I've seen some people say it's like, it's still nothing yet, but... That's a thing. Well, that's, a, that's it's the, the milestone part, right? Like, it's yeah. dope for me. The essentially the the full extent of the story is that apparently Kojima and Microsoft have signed a letter of intent, <laughs> a letter of intent that intent that they intend to work out the details on a new publishing agreement for a new Xbox game. That's literally the extent of what this rumor suggests. And so yes, they've signed a bit of paper that says we might do we this might, one we day. Might, we might make a game. We'll see. But that's been enough to set off just my my. Probably my least favorite fan base, the PlayStation elites. Like, there's a, mm, there's a, yeah. <laughs> they're pretty bad. There's a petition going around 
Just or like, the Sony ponies. <laughs> Sony ponies. Yeah. It's been like urging Kojima to come back to PlayStation. It's like, <sighs> it's like you stop it. Just stop. Kojima's just like, he's just a guy who wants to make games, right? It's it. <laughs> it's like if these people just stopped, and I'm not saying that we're experts on the industry by any stretch of the imagination, but no, 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 no absolutely you know, not. We we have a general idea of how things operate in general life and business. Like it's I don't know. It it just seems like fucking let him do it. He's, if if he's Xbox gonna go and gonna... if he's gonna go make a gazillion dollars with Xbox, yeah. Fucking why wouldn't he? Like Sony, like, Sony paid Kojima. Kojima made Death Stranding. If mm-hmm. now Microsoft will pay Kojima, why would he not take that money? Absolutely. And if it's it, again, the rumors also suggested it would be some sort of like cloud, ex- like powered game or something. If that's the case, you'll probably be able to play on your phone anyway with X Cloud. So don't worry absolutely. about it. But again, and also too, like this, this just reminds me of the argument people have was where like bands change their musical influence and they all like their style and everyone's like oh you've sold out it's like well no if they if they they the, the option for them was like you know cool this company or record label is going to give me more money to do something that's a little bit different this is my job i just so got a pay right? rise like because because you can't say to me you can't be like oh kojima would never do that i'm like Mate, I played Metal Gear Solid 4. I picked my trademarked Apple iPod up and listened to all my copyrighted Konami Metal Gear music. I drank my branded soft drinks, my energy mm-hmm. drinks. Yep, absolutely. I'm just saying, Kojima, he likes to get paid, and who can blame him? <laughs> Fuck yeah, he does. He's got product placement all yeah. through his games. So yeah. All through them. Like, I can't be mad at this because I just, after Death Stranding, I'm just excited. Like, what, what next, Kojima? What next? Yeah, Will it be um, a horror game like he wanted to do? Or like he's been watching movies and reading books about and stuff? Or it's, is it something else? Who, who fucking knows? But I want to know. And if it's with Microsoft, good. Just let it exist. Let me see it. Let me experience it. If it's with Microsoft as well, the plus side is it'll be day one Game Pass, probably. True. That's that's less of an issue for me. Like, Game Pass just, is great. But I'm, even still, like, that's still a big boon. Like, that's... Less money you have to spend on something. That's true. That's true. Game Pass. Be careful, Joel. If we talk about Game Pass too much, like we'll be accused of being paid by Microsoft. <laughs> which also happened this week on Twitter. Uh, oh my god. Which so then led to funny. just people not getting the joke of just everyone tweeting the same stuff and being like just trying to call for Matt's like, clearly it's a it's a joke, guys. It's like a fucking joke. Microsoft doesn't need to pay anyone. Game Pass is just a good deal. It was a joke, but now you have become the joke. Yeah. Like, you are the joke now. We're, we're all laughing at you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's I just, so I, funny. I was worth bringing it up just because, you know, PlayStation, the, again, I don't want to, it's not all PlayStation users. Obviously, every console has their, like, dedicated fan base. But I just feel like, mm. I feel like I see the PlayStation ones more. I don't know. I, I have seen people talking about the Xbox ones, and obviously, Nintendo, don't get me started, right? Like, when... Poor boy. Again, log out of Twitter when that last Smash character is announced. Just do it for, oh, your, own, yeah. for your own sake. <laughs> it's yeah, Twitter will melt down then too. 100%. No one's going to be happy. <laughs> no. And everyone's going to... Even the Crash Bandicoot fans are gonna be, uh, aren't going going to to be be happy. No. No, they're not. Because let's face it, it's probably going to be Crash Bandicoot. Like, I, I hope so. <laughs> I think so. I think it's going to be. Anyone? I think that would be a fitting end. 
anyone but Waluigi. <laughs> That's it. I kind of want That's... it to happen now, but like, also I don't because I'm like, it's the last one. I don't want that to be the last one. I w- it, to be to be honest, for me, it would be be so funny if it was just another Fire Emblem character and Sakurai's oh, just like, now leave God. me alone. <laughs> We're <God>. done. <laughs> but anime Sword Boy, fuck you, I'm out. Hey, it could still be an anime Sword Boy. It could be uh, Shin Megami Tensei. This smash that not, I'm not going to smash speculation. It's he said in the um the Kazuya presentation, it's going to be a while before we see the next fighter. So everyone's thinking already thinking Game Awards. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, that makes and sense. And if it's if it's Game Awards, you got to bring the big guns for Game Awards. You can't just go to Game Awards and be like, "Hey, it's a blue sword user from Fire Emblem Twelve. Enjoy." You just don't. You don't do that. <laughs> Even like someone like Ryu uh, Has- Hasubara from Ninja Gaiden, uh, from Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. like even that's not like Game Awards level. I think it's almost it could, there. It could nearly be. Could it's nearly so be. Tough. Game Award. If if it's a game, if it is Game Awards again, we don't know. But it said later this year, it yeah. could be a direct later this year. There probably will be at least one. But um, it feels like Nintendo loves a good Smash announcement at the Game Awards. So I just want. I want to I know. Think- I want to know yeah. who this last Smash character is. Since Hashtag Sakurai Hashtag. went out of his way with the last Mii Fighter batch to just like take a gun out and be like, dead, dead, dead to all your yeah. dreams. Shantae, even the one bef- Dante, even the, dead. <laughs> the one before it too with, um, what's his name from Super Mario RPG? Oh, Gino, yeah. Yeah, Gino. Like Which, that, which, which, whichever batch Travis Touchdown was in, dead. Yep, dead. <laughs> Cuphead, dead. Dead. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> Sans, dead. <laughs> Shovel Knight dead when the game came out. <laughs> assist trophy, <laughs> fucking assist trophy. Yeah, that's More gonna be yeah. Skin, so but... my point there is obviously avoid Vincent at that day, but I just yeah. I want to know what 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 are you doing, Kojima? Let me see this next project. I don't care how early it is. I, I'm still waiting for that your your director's cut of Death Stranding. It's yeah. Which if my my favorite take on that has been. To, to to link to another to a YouTube channel to Easy Allies, they recently put up their man, a new mandatory update. Worth watching specifically for that segment because, as they as they so rightly bring up, so thank God Kojima finally unshackled from Kojima. Uh, yeah, right. Just like oh. here we go. <laughs> God damn it, Kojima! Next level, Kojima. See you, see you day one though. Even though oh. even though I'm just like I'm like I don't you you made this game, but I'll be there. See, you it's then. just like yeah, fine. I'll fucking be there. I'm going to eat up whatever weird shit you're going to serve up to me. And Let's I'm going to fucking love it. Because you know what? It, Death Stranding. No... Death Stranding. Great game. It is a good game. Great game. I'll, I'll fly that flag alongside you, Joel. Absolutely. Yep. Got me. 100%. Got me at the end there. Sure, it was a bit oh. of a convoluted mess along the way. But it's nothing. A fucking Kojima game. Like, <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> but I, I, I did, seriously don't think many things have matched the just the, the atmosphere of just wandering along that game in, in that game's world and then a low raw track kicks in i'm like oh mm. this is a this is a mood that no other game gives me literally the end the ending of that game like you like you said it definitely got me as well but it got me because it just it oh. hit at yes. the like it could a very specific a, time in your life <laughs> yeah a, a, any more of a better slash worse time and it was yeah fucking kill me like oh god good game good game i will not hear otherwise (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, you can have your own opinion. You can, wrong, but, I, but I just don't want to hear it. Fine, <laughs> you can yeah. have your opinion. You can disagree. <laughs> you can take I'll, your wrong, bad, stinky opinions and go over there. It's fine. I'll, I'll concede the game wasn't perfect, but when it hit, it hit. Anyway, Absolutely. Joel, I'm going to say that's an episode. I'm cutting us off because otherwise yeah. we'll just keep talking about Death Stranding and the madness that is Kojima. And we just it don't have time It has been a very, a very tangential episode tonight, so... Uh, it's good to be back. <laughs> yeah, right. We're back, back on baby. The We're back. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We very much appreciate uh, your patronage here. Not that we have a patron or anything like that, but patronage was a word before that. So it was. Gonna... They don't own it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to use it in its base term. Um, yeah. If you like what you heard, if you're new to us, please tell a friend. Share us around on the interwebs anywhere i just said interwebs i'm not happy about that well podcast really, is over uh i'm i'm fucking I'm hate myself actively auditioning for a new co-host uh, i like in, on twitter <laughs> i like internally recoiled when i said that i'm like what is going on? i'm really tired i know, that's why. I know it's a show it's a show that's aged badly but i instantly thought of um how much a mother oh. when ted mosey sends texty text texty text, that's yeah. exactly what i imagine just like yep Oh, it's gone. It's too the late. words have left there. my mouth. They are recorded. It, it, it would take too much to edit out, and I would not ask you that of you, Kyron. <laughs> anyway, please, yeah, tell a friend, share us around, um, yeah, on all the social medias where you can find us at Dialogue Options. Um, so yeah, go and follow us along there as well. We very much appreciate it. If you would like to follow us along on our individual social media accounts, you can find me at Jolly Mac on Twitter where, um, yeah, the last things I've been tweeting about have been stuff that I talked about in this episode. So I'm going to scroll down and just bring up the fact that the other day, five years doing this show with you, Kyron. I was going to bring it up as well. Five, yeah. Because we, we didn't actually... The week it happened, we talked about it before the like the week before the show. Like, yeah. oh, it'll be our fifth, fifth year of doing the show. And then the E3 episode happened, and then I posted, I'm like, oh, we didn't even address it. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, nope. five years. Yes. So, yeah, happy anniversary, my friend. No, it's, it's fun, man. We, we, we've gone past 200 episodes, although numbered episodes, because we're inconsistent maniacs, are not at that point yet. But it's no. fine. No, we're, 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 yeah, there's some wild stuff in there, you know, <laughs> some shows that we were like, we're going to do these different shows and we've just never we done don't, since. We don't talk about it, Joel. <laughs> we don't talk about it anymore. Still got that little, little Super Nintendo sitting there. We could do it. Me too. Play Super Metroid. It's nearly time, play, Joel. It's nearly time. I play, I play, play Zero and, Mission. I play, play Super Ghouls Metroid. And no, first, no, 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 no. You play Super Ghouls Metroid. <laughs> I'll happily play Super Metroid again. I fucking, fucking love that game. Get those Metroid games queued up, Joel. What's happening? It's coming. I, I legitimately played Mission. I played Super. I'm ready. Let's go. I legitimately <laughs> thought the other day. I'm like, I'm gonna play Super Metroid again soon. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Joel. I'm do it. I'm gonna do it. Do it. I'm gonna do it. Kind of a no, I'm not gonna do it after this. I'm gonna go to bed after this. No, no, go to bed. Go to bed after this. But tomorrow, maybe do it tomorrow. Do it. <laughs> maybe we'll see. Where can they find you, Kyron? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX, where most of my stuff has been retweets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll call out. I'll call out two of them. One of them you linked to me, um, and it was it's from Good Smile US. Yes, announced a uh, a Nendoroid of Monica from Doki Doki Literature Club, which 
it it's funny because man how many years ago was that where we talked about doki doki i don't even remember it's been a good couple Honestly, it was though. like 2018 it's been a few um but it's back so i'm gonna be back to being cool no spoilers but Absolutely. i did buy it i did buy it on playstation because i felt like i should give them money because i played the game for free and i'm interested to see how it works on a console but my favorite thing is i didn't even pick up on this at all when I, I was telling my housemates about this, I was like, oh, yeah, they announced um, uh, a, uh, a Monica Nendoroid. <laughs> and I was like, oh, did they announce anyone else? I'm like, no, just Monica. <laughs> it's just Monica. <laughs> just Monica, Joel. <laughs> I was like, it's perfect. Um, but the other, the other retweet, Evangelion 3.0 plus oh. 1.0, thrice upon a time, prime video, August 13th, let's go. I have a date now to uh, to like catch up. I have a date. You do. They'll be adding the other movies to um, Prime as well, so you'll be able to watch all the rebuilds. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. All right. Yeah, that's made my well, life a lot easier. August 13th, full sub. I'm hearing right. dub as well. I'll be watching sub, but I'll watch the dub probably immediately after the sub version. It's happening. It's, it's coming. It's now, it's just over a month away, and I don't quite know how to process this feeling, but is the last potentially for now last evangelion movie but it's nearly here and i'm excited but that's it the rest of my twitter feed is just stupid shit posts that's <laughs> what twitter's for so it is. again thank you for listening to this episode of the dialogue options podcast um yeah we had a good time we hope you did too and we'll see you next options podcast